A Pulp MX Network production. Welcome to the Fly Racing Steve Mathis Show presented by Maxis Tires and Renthal on RacerXOnline.com. With your continued support of our sponsors, we have surpassed 1,500 podcasts delivered with over 15 million downloads. Click that Amazon banner on Pulp MX to help us out. Donate via Patreon if it suits you. As always, enrich your moto lifestyle by working with the sponsors who support us. Moto Podcast, featuring legends of the past, stars of today, season previews and race reviews, introspection, opinion, facts, and laughs. Here's your host, Steve Mathis. Welcome everybody to another Fly Racing Racer X Podcast, presented by Renthal, Maxis, and Onyx Maps. Thanks for listening, appreciate it. We're going to recap Loretta Lynn's two and all the things that we saw there and everything else. Uh, so thank you to uh, Fly Racing, flyracing.com. 2021 gear is out now. The all-new light pant is available, of course. They've redefined a, a motocross pant and how it should attach to one's body. So please check that out. Formula as well. Uh, the Formula's got Rion technology, Conet EPS, a 12K carbon shell. Their advanced impact system introduced a new approach to both protection and weight reduction, weighing over 1290 grams, only 1290 grams, Fly Racing believes the formula to be the perfect combination of industry-leading innovation and ultra-lightweight design. Simply put, the formula helmet changed the game. Flyracing.com for more information. Maxxis tires, uh, MXSTs used by McGrath, developed by him as well. A-Ray, Justin Rodbell, Jeremy Smith, all running Maxxis out there right now. So uh, please check that out. And uh, we appreciate uh, all the things that the folks at Maxxis have done for us. Light truck tires, of course, mountain bike tires. I use the Minions. And Renthal, Renthal.com. Uh, please check those guys out. You know their name over the years, whether it is the 7 8 bar, whether it's the fat bar, whether it's the twin wall bar, whether it's the uh, fat bar, fat bar 36, whatever it is, Renthal.com has got you covered. More championships than the, all other brands combined. Uh, they have a simply uh, a passion for their products and innovation, uh, incredible innovation over the years. Renthal.com, sprockets and chains and bars and grips. Their grips are gray. And when they came out, gray it blew everybody's wigs back which is cool and then the ultimate sign of perfection is that the other companies started making their grips gray because they just associated grips with being gray because renthal made the grips gray that kind of stuff so uh thanks to renthal renthal.com uh let's get into uh jason thomas and jason wygant and talk some more loretta lens too shall we all right let's get into loretta lens too and all that happened there in the uh, in the muck muck and mud of uh, of Loretta's, uh, lots to talk about, and like I said uh, on the Fly Racing Racer X podcast, presented by Rental Maxis on X Maps, guys. It's uh, it's Jason Thomas. What's up, JT? How are you? Uh, not too much. That was a weird introduction, but I'll take it. Why? Me off guard. What's weird? I don't know. You said Jason Thomas. It's like you're reading, like you were Joe Biden reading a teleprompter. I was reading. Yes. Okay. Uh, also on the line, the voice of the uh, <clears throat> Lucas Oil Pro Motocross Championships, Jason Wagner. What's up, Weech? Yeah, did you read that? Did you forget our names? No. That's what I felt like. No. I felt like yeah. he was referring to something to remember who's No, no, no. I'm I was reading an email while I was talking the whole th- the whole thing. Oh, it's really professional. You right. know, it would be understandable because okay, we did all hang out the first uh, two rounds in Utah, 
But, uh, Steve, I had not seen you in person since then. Yeah. Uh, until this Saturday. Yeah. Uh, and, Steve, how lo- is this the longest uh, you had not been on a plane yeah. since what? Dallas? Uh, I've not been on a plane since Hawaii. After COVID struck, my wife and I took off for Hawaii. Oh, yes. But that was uh, five months ago. I forgot. That was a Hawaii trip that at the time was heartless and, yes. um, and yes. dangerous, but is now probably awesomely representing your American freedoms. He is. He, he was vacationing in Hawaii while America was suffering. Right. Heartless. Heartless, heartless. Steve Mathis. Listen, never, no, never known for donating or helping No, 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 no. Listen, listen here. When, when they started taking away the buffets, I was also struggling like all Americans. Right. When the you buffet really felt oh. America's pain. When, when the, your five-star resort started losing some of the amenities. Yes. Yes, I felt the same. It was terrible. I felt it. Um, yeah. Well, I'm a buffet guy, and I'm very upset. I mean, now that we're back on the road and going to hotels every weekend and not getting these fantastic free breakfasts as much as you want to stuff your face with so you don't have to eat mm-hmm. for the rest of the day. Yeah. They've taken them away. They've taken my freedoms away. Yep. And how about no yeah. no real drink service or, or food service on the planes, really? Um yeah. yeah. It's really um, struggle so, out there. Anyways, Weege, uh, yeah, this is the longest I have not flown, I would say, since 2002 when I was a mechanic for Nick Way. Like, uh, I, was, I drove the whole Supercross series, you know? Uh, drove most of the outdoors. So, yeah. 18 years. 18 years. Streak. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Uh, the point I'm making is maybe you do need to read our names because we have not seen each other in general uh, nearly as much as we normally would in a normal year. So maybe you're starting to forget who we are. Not seeing JT is fantastic. I, 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 knew, I, I knew that was coming. I, I uh, wholeheartedly subscribe to that. So, um, yeah, lots to get into with this race. God. Oh, yeah. I mean, oh, we, got, we got high drama. Let's, let's get into it a Let, little. Hold, hold on. I have a question. Okay. Just, just based on that comment. Sorry, I didn't, I didn't mean to cut you off, but your, your comment opened me up to something I wanted to ask mm. about later. Mm. Do you think that the racing – like a race like Saturday where it's just mud and, and listen, we're all dying for racing. Like, I don't care if you want to race around the neighborhood right now, if two kids grab their huffy bicycles and want to race around, I'll, I'll go out there and watch it. I'll probably bet somebody on it because we're all just dying for content. But do you, don't you feel like it, it was just, it's kind of watered down like mud races like that. Like, you know, a Mart's out front and J Mart is not even racing anymore. Like he is just in engine management mode. Like, he's not even really trying. Like, I was excited because of Pulp Max Fantasy, which is really the only saving grace for a day like that. But it just seemed like the racing is really toned down. And it's, it's hard for me to get, like, really amped up when guys are riding at, like, 60% because they, they don't have any gloves anymore. And they don't have any goggles. And their bike's junk. They can't see where they're going. Yeah. Well, I mean, yeah, I, I agree. I went to Loretta Lens 2. I didn't go to Loretta Lens 1. So I went this weekend, and I had a decent viewing spot. You know, uh, I'm sitting there, and I and I'm kind of bored, JT. I'm kind of like I yeah. didn't I didn't need to be here. I re- it's just it's a mutter. It's just it's well, yeah, just, that's what I mean. Yeah, that's yeah, yeah. I mean. Like, like it, it's great to have a race to talk about, but right. I just I'm watching the race, and I'm like, my heart rate's at like <laughs> seventy beats a minute. Yeah, I'm, like, I'm not excited but, because there's nothing happening. But but okay, that that leads me into my question. That's perfect. Good segue into what I was going to say. So. I'll, I'll, I'll go with you, JT. I'll keep talking to you on this and, and ditch Weege because we're all mad at Weege for a number of things, which we'll get into. Um, what do you – so taking away from this race, round two, we're four motos down into this thing. Like, I'm taking away that Osborne 
is way for way for reals. Okay, I'm taking away that yeah. Hampshire, who I had one eyebrow raised after round one. I am now embracing Hampshire as a guy. Right, mm-hmm. I'm taking that away. I'm taking away that uh, troll train, and our title hopes are there. Okay. You know, I'm taking that away. Other than oh, and Marv is better than I thought. Uh, yeah. Marv, I was skeptical on Marv. JT, you were not. I was a little skeptical on Marv just being out for a year and, and having all those ligament damage in the knee and coming back and blah, 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 all for all those reasons. Like, literally, oh, and I'm taking away that I want to kick Jericho's ass uh, after, <laughs> after, after four motors. I'm going to kick He's his gonna ass. He's going to be good at Iron Man. But, He's going to be good at but, Iron Man. I mean, other than that, yeah, that's about it. That's seriously after the this weekend. That's all I re. I mean, outside of Ferrandis being good and you know the Jeremy J Martin all that. I'm that's all I'm taking away from this race. Like, uh, other than that, it's like yeah, whatever. You know. Yeah, and and you really can't take away much from a mud race. You really can't. But it almost just cemented what we kind of already knew. I think. But to really draw any new data points from a full mud race, I think is foolish because I think you're just setting yourself up to be wrong at the next round, which hopefully will be dry. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, I, I think I'm on board with, with what you said, you know, Zacco has proven that in, you know, good conditions, bad conditions, good start, bad start. He is, he's found ways to overcome adversity and persevere. And, uh, you know, I, I really think it's just whether he can keep it on two wheels for, for yeah. all nine rounds. I don't know if he's going to win the title. That's it. That's, there's a lot of racing to determine that. But I think the fact of whether he's going to be legit or not, I think yeah. we, we can go ahead and say that's for real. What? Do you, what um, do you, oh, go ahead. Well, Weege, what do you think of that? Taking those things away that I said after after four motos, outside of the obvious. Yeah, as much as it hurts me, I, I do agree. There's a few things because Zach has won two races in two different types of circumstances. You've got to say that means something for sure. But for the most part, yeah, you can't draw too much into a mud race, and I think that's actually cool. Because at the beginning of the year is always the most exciting part because we don't know who's really going to do what. And it seems at least unpredictable. And then eventually, as I was saying on my videos this weekend, the pecking order kind of forms. So it's kind of good to get a, a little bit of a surprising round one. And then round two, that doesn't really answer a lot of the questions. So we get to keep that uncertainty, I feel, going. To get a mud race, if round eight was a mud race, it wouldn't really mean anything. But to me, I'm like, hey, we got to keep some of this drama going. Because we still don't know all the answers, you know. Yeah. Just pick one guy, like Sexton. We don't. We got nothing out of Sexton this weekend with any data that we can use. Like, oh, round one was a fluke, or maybe not. Yeah. I don't know. It was a mud race. Yeah. 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 I will. Yeah. I will say one thing on Sexton though, and, and we're kind of bouncing all over here, but that's okay. Yeah. On Sexton, the second moto, he was something happened the first lap. He was in thirty sixth, and I, I was watching him very closely because he's on my fantasy team, which is kind of how these things go. But he. <laughs> was really going fast if, if you were one of the people paying attention to him which there probably weren't many because he was so far back his lap times in traffic you know he's running 25th place or so at this point he was running on pace with the leaders and, and there were laps where he would have the fastest lap on track and then there were other laps where he would be you know second third fourth fastest lap on track so even though his results sucked which he he dnf the last lap he went from 14th to 20th his riding was really, really good in that second moto and, and is going to fly under the radar. But I'm really high on Sexton going into Ironman based on his pace. Like, he, he, it went completely unnoticed, and, you know, his team probably saw it, and everybody that's going to go back and look at the lap times now will see it. But he was very, very fast, and I think he's got more in the tank that he's probably going to show us soon. Um, 
so one one set of practices only. Uh, we all saw that, and Zacho's bike wouldn't start for the first qualifying practice. Now he had to he seated into the race, but only if he got a lap in. He needed to get one lap and he couldn't, uh, which is kind of a dumb rule, but that's the rule. Um, and so he needed to get a lap in, and thankfully they got the bike, the Rockstar Husky, fired up for uh, the second unseated practices. Zacho got in. He was 10th overall, I think, after that. So all was good, and of course he goes on to win the race. While Weege, some teams and riders were upset that Zacho got bumped, and I do not understand why. I just don't get it. A lot of guys switch practices. I've seen it in Supercross multiple times. It is a rule, though. Yeah, but as it with everything, it's 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 up to the race the race director. I'm sure, right? That, that, I, I yeah. know, but I'm just saying, playing devil's advocate, if you are on that side, which I am not, you can point to a specific rule in the rule book, which says if you're put in a practice, you have to ride A, and if you're put in B, you have to ride B. So that that's what they're going to defer to immediately. And I'm I'm just trying to paint both sides of the picture here. Yeah, the rule book um, says can't switch practices. Yeah. Um, I, I will give you the explanation that we were given is that this is a act of God force majeure as in One yes, set, that applies under right. normal uh, normal circumstances of you should normally have three ways to qualify, right? Two practice sessions. And if that doesn't work, you go to the LCQ race. So the race director is essentially saying we took two of the three ways for you to qualify out. So that is somewhat now you've been dealt with strange act of God circumstances due to the mud. So we cannot apply the normal rule uh, when we've that. actually removed, whatever I, you want to say, 66% of your opportunity to qualify. I wonder if yep. that rule is also in for Supercross because I see guys switch practices. Like you guys don't know, fans don't notice because oftentimes it's B or C, privateer guys. But they, you know, they'll go out there and they'll, they'll, they'll be with like sort of the lower and unseated guys. And then all of a sudden they'll, they'll ask and they'll, they'll get bumped into the unseated faster group of guys that happens quite a bit uh, i think one thing to keep in mind here is that uh the difference in supercross is the real qualifying that as we consider it to matter right is the heat race and the lcq the the the, the daytime thing a guy like osborne not qualifying we tend to think of that as like dude he messed up in his heat and he goes to the lcq there's like an additional layer of qualifying there so i feel like the supercross time qualifying doesn't have the same level of uh, it has to be exactly done in a certain way because the ultimate qualifying is later in the day, sure, the heat race. Sure. Which right. This isn't have. even qualifying per se. It, it's somewhat qualifying, yes, but, but, but it's not but, qualifying yes, right. like Supercross has. But, yeah. but anyways, uh, yeah, you take away one set of practices. You take away the LCQ. They got his bike ready to go. Calm down, there, everybody. Calm there down. There has to be give and take both ways. You can't remove one qualifying possibility, then remove the LCQ, which by its nature – is the last chance for a reason. It's if everything, you know, the plane crashes into the mountain, you still have this last chance race for the points leader to go out and, and win. He's going to be 20 seconds a lap faster than those guys. And then you take that away too. There has to be some flex both ways. And, and I think anybody looking at it rationally that's not wearing a green shirt is going to come to that conclusion. Well, well, well no, but yeah, the Cali well, guys There were fans upset not, too. Fans were upset. There were fans upset, yes. Yeah. But I'm, I'm saying the most majority of them are going to be Tomac fans or somebody yeah. that, you know, that that's just where we come down to. There's always going to be exceptions. I'm just saying on the majority side, Tomac fans are immediately going to be screaming bloody murder. Yeah, and what's unbelievable is, okay, so yeah, Cowie, they did not protest protest. Like, they did not put up money, uh, but they did ask and investigate. Uh, but at the time, there was no way to know 
what a massive swing this was going to lead to uh, in their championship attempts. I mean, hey, yeah. when they were asking at probably, you know, 1130 in the morning, who knew that Zacco was going to put 40 points yeah. on, on Eli? Yeah, it and, uh, and honestly, Tomac's lucky because he got 10th, I think 10th place ninth, in that first ninth. moto. Only yeah. Be, yeah, ninth, only because his bike failed in the last well, lap. Well, listen. Other than that, he gets, he gets the whole 50, and he's it, just he's smoked. In Canadian moto, he would have scored zero. Canadian moto, you yeah. have to crash cr- uh, cross the line, the finish line. You, you, yeah. it, it doesn't matter Sexton, how many people you've lapped or whatever. You know, right? Sexton only got one point in that second moto, but he was the same thing. Yeah, where he, yeah. he didn't finish. Canadian moto. Well, a lot of fans, I think that gets them mad. They're like a D. If you did not finish, you get a DNF, uh, and that sounds logical at first. But I feel like when you think through it, why did Tomac get ninth? Because he did go further and faster than 31 other guys in yeah, that moto. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm fine. He with did it. more right. laps yeah. than them in the same amount of time, and also. Can you imagine, do you want to put this, do you want to put this in the AMA's hands to then go back and manually look and watch every single of the 40 riders go across the line and be like, I didn't see him go across, pull his score out. I don't want that to start happening. Uh, so Osborne, who, who, if you know Zacho, you know, he's, he's a very, oh, he's a little OCD guy. And I'm sure that this, you know, was not a great way to start the day. Uh, and all of that, uh, they looked like it was. Um, then they put a fuel tank, they switched the fuel tank, and there was no gas in there. And then, so then they had to put gas in the fuel tank. And they, I think, they were trying to hide that from the cameras. Like, hey, we let's not show the cameras that we just forgot to put gas in the new tank, and et cetera, et cetera. Do you think uh, that's what they were blocking? I've always yeah, heard. Yeah. Remember, we had Forrest Butler yelling about seat being off and not wanting anyone to see underneath there. JT, I think you knew about that. Yeah, I thought they're just sensitive ago, to their yeah. electronics being I seen. I don't think. From a television camera, ten yards away, I, I or ten, let's say ten feet away, I don't possibly see how you're going to give away government secrets. But that's just me. Um, anyway, no, that is the logical thing. But they probably are told don't. Yeah. Whether and they don't know how much the camera's seeing. I think it's right. a knee jerk reaction on their part. Of like, just don't it just ever seems let silly to me. And, and I should yeah. not be commenting because I'm not mechanically inclined at all. But it did just seem silly, a little bit silly to me. I don't. I don't think HRC is going to make a huge leap forward in their or technologically, yeah. or their technologically, their ECU development because they they caught a three second clip from NBC inside the seat. Um, Are we allowed to laugh though at the not putting a fresh gas tank on and being like, "Shit, it's still not working." And yeah, put gas in it. I mean, that was just a little panic bit. mode. That was panic mode. I, I mean, I've been there. Uh, fire yeah. drills for 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 Langston one time, for Chad one time on a starting line. Um, Orlando, Orlando 05. Yep. Um, you know, there's been definitely some times where, where I've had to pitch in and help team. I don't know if my bike was ever the problem. Usually my bike just blew up and it was already just for, forgotten. Um, <laughs> but uh, I can't think of anything with my guys. But, yeah, you know, shit is going everywhere. You're freaking out. You're sweating. You're shaking. You know what I mean? Like, it, it's a hectic time for sure. But but Chad's Chad's bike blowing up at Bud's Creek on the hot lap yeah. or whatever happened to it. Yeah, but somebody who um, who was carrying an empty fuel tank all the way from the truck back to the starting line. You should know. You should have no. been like, hey, we – Hey, Feeney, we need to put gas in this empty tag. But anyways, you know, Dave, I understand. Just laugh a little. I'm not not saying it was a clown show. They did a great job. No. But a little. But hey, for reals, that team, they have more issues than other teams. I don't, you can't get away from that fact. And it's not just Zacco. It's it's a lot of things. They got, they've had a lot of issues. So 
Just FYI. Hey, I mean, like four years ago, I think Zach's first year on the team, wasn't there like five I mean, photos we in a row? just had a seat come off, cost Anderson a win, you know, not that long ago. And, and yeah, like it's – so there are there is stuff that goes on with that team. At one point, they were running older motors. They couldn't figure out an ECU issue. Um, you know, lots of stuff. But anyways, hey, they also won championships and races. So, um, yeah, but anyway, so Osborne – I'm sure was stressed, but in the end, uh, it worked out, you know, fine. But I would think that that was not a good way to start the day off and, and all of that. So uh, Osborne goes 5-1 for the overall uh, crazy day that way. Bam, bam, uh, one thirty two. bike breaks late in the second moto. I didn't even realize that being there. I couldn't, you know, you can't barely tell who's who out there, especially way back there. I didn't realize Barsha's bike blew up. When was that? Was that how late was that? Because he was up to not the overall, but I think he was fourth overall at one point. Uh, when Five did or his... ten minutes ago. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. yeah. He like was in the overall way. lead early, like he was in fourth. Yeah. Early yep. in the race. Yep. Had it, then went out, then went to nowhere, and then I guess what did he come back? Yeah, he then? came all the way back to twelfth, yeah. something like that, yep. I think, and, and was fourth overall in the day. So. um yeah, I saw Yamaha guys at the airport, and I'm like, is he okay, or was it a bike thing? And then, obviously, they probably don't want to answer either way, but they did say bike. Yeah. So, uh, yep. Tickle gets second in the first moto. You know, he doesn't have a great second moto. So, all this kind of stuff works out for Zach to go 5-1 for the overall. And Weege, uh, yeah, he uh, – Zach Osborne has two wins in a row. He has uh, almost 20 points on Marv, and things are looking great if you're Zach Osborne right now. Well, two points to make out of this. First of all, I do agree that when you go back and watch the race, the guys aren't charging and jumping and stuff like a exciting motocross race should be. But I've seen mud races that are both boring to watch and don't have any drama. But the fact that Zacho ended up winning the overall, I mean, what an incredible story from the beginning of the day to the end. I mean, at one point it was like, is he going to disqualify? And then the first moto was not really that good. So the fact that he won... And it was really close there at the end with Marv trying to take it back away from him. Uh, Barsha's trouble and all that. I, I thought it actually ended up being a really exciting thing. In fact, Marv trying to pass him on the last lap was for the overall. So the fact that it was such a huge day for Osborne to come all the way back, I thought that made it exciting, even if it didn't look as cool as a typical race. But the second point is, I know it's early, but when it works out for him like this, does it already start to look like, oh, this is one of those when it's your year, it's your year things? Are we already – can we be there after two races? No, I can't. I don't think so. I, I don't think, I don't so. think so. No, I don't think we can be there. I mean, Not this is an amazing of circumstances to work – to end up going from barely qualifying to 5-1 to win an overall. Listen, if, if Zach wins, he's going to earn it. But I don't think two races at the same track, one of them being full mud, you can draw a conclusion over how the next seven rounds are going to go. We'll see at the end. Yes, we'll we see will. At the end. Yeah, that, yeah, we'll, yeah, like, we'll, we'll, we'll find out. Yeah. Obviously, I am cheering for Zach Osborne for many reasons, but I don't think that these two rounds you can just say, "Yep, it's just it's going to go this way. This is just how it's going to go." No, I, I guess I'm misspeaking there. It's one of those when we look back at many seasons, like Cooper Webb oh, yeah. Supercross last year versus this year, right? Or Anderson yep. 18 versus 19. You start getting that, huh? A couple things happened along the way to just indicate, yeah. It's just rolling your way, man. And this yeah. is, this would be one of those. Chad, Chad, two thousand nine outdoors. I mean, there there are definitely cases where I, I could agree with you. I just think it's too early to make yeah. that. Yeah, yet. I agree. Yep. Um, well, I'm not cheering for Zach anymore. 
I was promised. <laughs> I was. You were never promised. I was too. You were not. I was promised the the. I've been on Zach for a couple of years to stay in his motorhome at the track. I hate to drive. Uh, I hate getting up early and driving to the tracks and all that. And um, Zach said I could, and then he took it back, and now I cannot stay in his motorhome at Redbud, and so I am not happy with that. I, I, I thought it was really going to happen. So unfortunate, really unfortunate, sad. Go Marv. Full caps and sad. <laughs> yeah. Yep. Go Marv. Um, pretty good though. Yeah, it's really impressive. Uh, for that second moto, like. You know, he, he was a ways back on Max Anstey. We'll get into that in a second. And dug deep and, and just, you know, he's just gritty. He's just, I mean, all the things we've seen him in, in his championship runs. It's just impressive riding. It really is, especially. Yeah, it was, yeah. You know, the first moto as well. And, and just after all that happened in the day. So, yeah, looking looking good for sure. Um, Adam Cincerrito, 3-5. He told Weege, Weege, he told us in the morning, he just wants to go 8-8 and never be on TV. That was his goal for the day. Yeah, so then that debate uh, with us, of course, saying there's no way you'll never go 8-8. And it was basically saying his goal was to finish the same in both motos to prove he could be consistent. And have no drama and everything. Yep, just And have yep. no drama, yeah, because he doesn't really want to be known as the dude who wads it like he did last weekend. And then at one point, and I said this on TV, I even had to use your name, Steve. I even said your name. You did? He no did. way. He did. You used my name. Did. My name. Friend and uh, journalist. Journalist. <laughs> journalist. Oh, I like that. I like the sound of journalist. I had to make it sound professional. It sucked. I had to find some way to make it sound professional. Journalist uh, is, is strong, yeah. Because Adam had told us, I'm going to finish in the same spot in both motos. We said, there's no chance you'll do that. And then at one point, lo and behold, he's 3-3 to win the overall. Right. And that was just too good for me not to mention. But why did you have to mention me? Like, what, couldn't you said I was just talking to Adam? Like, uh, I don't. Because you probably would have then uh, called me out on this very show right here, right now, for <laughs> pretending you weren't there. So Yeah, I would have. It's hard to good stay point. ahead of you. It's a good point. <laughs> I, I probably I mean, You're would've. saying go Marv to Zach now. Like, we see Steve, how quickly you turn. Steve covers every angle as far as bashing. <laughs> He leaves yes. no stone unturned. No. Yes. No. Yeah. He is ready to file a protest for Cowie against Osborne now because of this motorhome. How do you yank away someone's dream like that? Just just <laughs> yank it away. Give it and then just yank it away. This complete BS. And and let it be known, I'm not just saying this because he's gone two for two and he's a points leader. Like, this has been. No, you've is, been railing on this for years and it's been no every time. Right. So no, I'm no, no. Sure it has not been no. Here. It has not been no. It's been, I'll, I'll try. Let's see. You know, Brittany, That's a nice maybe, way of maybe no. Brittany, maybe Brittany won't be coming. Like all, lots of things like he's, yeah. That's so. a polite no. Well, go Marv. Um, so yeah, Adam, Adam, that was Adam's dream. Uh, also too, by the way, uh, breaking news for Adam seen Cirillo. I don't even know if he'll want us to say this or not, but. That's probably no also. He is at Stu's place riding now. He has yeah, switched. Sexton know about this? Locales. Yes. Yes. He's riding with Chase Sexton at Stu's place. And Stu He's not working with Stu. Not He's working not, with Stu. No. The only Sexton is, but he is riding there. But but he also said that Stu has been out there. Wow. And I'm like, Stu is windmilling you on while you do motos. And he was like, Yeah. Yeah. Can you imagine? Standing on a jump. Because I theorized that Stu probably had like a tower made just for <laughs> himself to stand like high above. <laughs> right. I would never and, like, go outside if I was Stu. In the summer, I would never go outside. It's too hot out there, and I and he doesn't have to do that anymore. I would never go I outside. I thought he would have a hovercraft 
<laughs> like an air-conditioned hovercraft. And he would I just, would watch the motos via Zoom. He would, he would take <laughs> his hovercraft from his lake house in Orlando, hover over to Haines City, watch the motos, throw down some notes, like crumpled up pieces of paper with things to Not work on. Out there. Massage and, table and a Zoom, Zoom setup. Well, Adam is now there with Sexton. So, well, we saw the improvement, but it also Stu no Stu is known for putting in just solid three five type rides. If there's anything Stu can help with, it's smoothing out the variance and not having to go well, for the win. But let's not for people are going to think he's helping Adam. He, he it was clear that he's I'm not. Kidding. Yeah, I know, yeah, I know. But people, you know, people are. I, I know you're one to usually care about what people uh, the. The misconceptions that people, you know, uh, less intelligent people might have. You're you're very big on that. Yeah, but I don't want it to come back that we misreported this. We are no, that's fair. At, we right, are okay. absolutely not saying no. that. Adam I didn't even know about that Stewart. until this call, so I I have zero yep. information. Wow. Well, yes, we Adam was very specific. He is not working with Stu. He's just riding us out of track. Okay. And, and and Adam has been at you know the the sandbox slash GL's place slash RV's place slash Grundall's place. For since he's been on super minis, so I think he just wanted to switch it up, which is totally is, understandable. Are, are there still people riding there? Like, is Kenny is Kenny not riding the reason that people are vacating the premises? Well, there's one man over there I know, and the anger drove the one man to a moto win this weekend. <laughs> there's still one man over there. Kenny's out. Hampshire? No. <laughs> we'll get to that. Um, so good job for Adam. Uh, all right, let's talk in Tomac. So nine DNF DNF, but nine, like we said, for all the reasons we said, um, JT, I disagree with you a little bit. Shocker that, you know, on our, one of our texts earlier, you were kind of saying like Eli's just a guy. And I kind of disagree a little bit. Second moto last week, he got to within a second of Zacco looking good. First moto, we know Eli got it. Made some bike changes. Came back, almost caught Zach, looking good. This weekend, I don't take anything out of it. Yeah, but show show me show me some evidence where he had. I, when I say just a guy, I mean he's one of the guys, right? One of the guys that can win. And if you were looking at it in a vacuum, which I know you you love to do, like this should be right up your alley. If you look at this in a vacuum, show me one qualifying session, one moto, one anything where he has been better than the competition around him. Like, he, he's in the well, mix. I'll give I, you that. I'd throw away this weekend completely for all the reasons we talked about at the top. And you last weekend, though. well, yeah, it's just a mudder. It's just a mud race. It's a okay, well, show. take I the mean, first round then. Yeah, got to within a second of Zacco. Looking good. And he still got beat, though. Wow. Okay, but, you know. But I'm saying what my point was is that normally in Lucas Oil Pro Motocross in the last, I'm going to go back to even like 2015 when he got hurt. Most every year, you watch and you're like, if Tomac doesn't screw up, he's going to win. Like he's faster than all these guys. Like he's better. You can just see it. You see it in time practice. You see it in the motos. You see it on the lap time chart during the motos. He is faster than the guys around him. And it's very hard to argue any other way. And uh, I have not seen that this season so far. That, yeah, that was my only point. Okay. But this weekend in Indiana, he could crush everybody, go 1 1. He could, absolutely could. You know, dry conditions and everything argument. else. Right. But the, so far, what we've seen, that was my point, he hasn't stepped out like that. Not even one lap. He hasn't even come out and just smashed everybody in time qualifying to kind of like, hey, guys, remember me? Well, you know, like that. we haven't seen that yet. I didn't like the way he threw his bike down. I got a lot of tweets about that. 
Somebody sh- sent me a little video of it. Uh, not cool. He he. The riders, like I don't know. Everybody's like, look, only twenty two guys finished one moto or something. So, you know, whether you crash and pull off or whether your bike blows up, I can't speak for every single bike malfunction out there because I, I don't know all the things. But these riders, and this is a general statement, not even direct towards Eli necessarily. These guys have to take some responsibility for calming down out there on their bikes, like not using the clutch, riding it in a higher gear. Like they have to. And I got to think Eli, and I don't know, I have no inside information, but to have two DNFs, we saw how hot his bike gets with steam during Supercross many times, uh, clutch abuse. He's hard on it. He's a big guy and he's fast as shit. So I I don't have any inside information, but I, I would lean towards... The Cowie guys doing all the right things to the motorcycle in those conditions, mellowing it out, you know, taking some aggressiveness away, taking some power away. I would lean that they did all that kind of stuff, and then I would lean that Eli probably still didn't ride the bike enough. Adam's bike made it, you know what I mean? A-Ray's didn't, but are we really going to use A-Ray as a Kawasaki example? Right? We're not. We're not. Please no. No. (laughs) He, by the way, he's angry with me right now. We'll get to that, but he's very angry with me. But this is this is what but, Eli does, but, right? But, with but the bike. You, you've gotta you've gotta have responsi- some responsibility as a rider to get your machine through two motos like that. That's it. That's that. That's really I think so. So, anyways, uh, that's my. I agree with you. I just don't think he's ever shown a willingness or ability to do so. He he rides the way he rides, and it doesn't seem like he's. Maybe this will sparked some change but it hasn't in the past he's just ridden the clutch super hard even in even in races where most of the people finished his bike would be the only one smoking that you would generally see Weege? yeah I, I i got nothing more to add absolutely it's somewhere in the ether i know it looks obvious that the kawasaki let him down but it's a fair point to make we don't know if that's necessarily the case it's just as good a chance any of these bikes blowing up that the rider was riding them too hard Mm-hmm. And I'll get, again go back to the drama of the day. It didn't look like awesome high-flying motocross. But for TV, I was really bummed because we were gifted two hours on NBC, which you've actually never had two straight hours live. Uh, there's some what – what, is it rugby or lacrosse or something? Their, their playoffs got ended early. I don't know. Some, some Street net, hockey. Street hockey. Is that some – It's like you know street bike some, racing. Street, some street luge. Street luge. Yes, maybe it was street loose. Some other sport has playoffs going on. It's the greatest uh, sport out there, everybody. They, they play for a cup, and they don't even run. They ice skate. Like, you know how, like, Olympic ice skaters, like figure skating, they do that with sticks. So, anyway, this sport had an opening. They didn't have a game, so we got a motocross race on TV. And I'm like, great, it's going to be a mud bath, and it's going to look terrible. But we did get to sell this additional drama of can Jeremy Martin nurse his bike home and hold on to this overall? Can you go fast enough, but also stay off the clutch? It's like a strategy game. Uh, that is a huge factor. It's not uh, just go wide open the whole time, and the bike will get there unless your mechanic lets you down. The the one team I, I question a little bit is Geico. And, I mean, I just test rode for them, and I'm possibly in line to fill in at some point of injury strike, so I, I need to be careful here. But, you know, the Jets' bike breaks, and Mumford's bike breaks, and J-Mart's sure looks like it's ready to go. Like yeah, I do, I, I do question that team a little bit. Like, what are you guys doing? What's going on? Well, and, and I, I talked about this on my own personal podcast a little bit this morning. But don't you feel like they are have they've been forced into this position? Because remember last year, 
the, uh, Hunter Lawrence and I don't know if Jet was so much doing it, but there were definitely guys on that team that were getting vocal about RJ. being down on power. RJ, RJ, yes, there you go. Thank you. Yeah. They were very vocal about being down on power. And then you saw this massive shift going into Millville where they're like, hey, we, we got to figure this out. We're going to change everything. We're going to have this big test session before Millville and get more power out of these bikes. And then they had more issues at Millville because of the deep dirt and, and difficult conditions on an engine. But I think, I honestly believe that that Monster Star Yamaha has put these guys under pressure. The, the engine package that the Yamaha has, has put so much pressure on these guys to over deliver on engine and to match them that they're having to go into a place on reliability that they don't want to be. I, well, I feel like they're uncomfortable with where they are and it's fine on normal conditions for the most part. But if you go into a track like this, everything changes and yeah, your but reliability goes out the window. You, true. Absolutely true. But you know, you, you make changes at races like this. You're like, Hey guys, this is what we're doing. We, we well, got to get clearly, these things done. Clearly, you know? Yes. Agreed. You agreed. Know. But clearly those didn't work. Yeah, they just need to go further or whatever. Uh, it's hard to yeah. talk about it in a you know because we don't have the specifics. It, sure. The Geico PR guy will probably be all over this. I'm sure we'll have to wait and see, but he'll be deep. Bikes di- were great. Team is awesome. <laughs> he'll That's be dig- word. digging deep into it. Yeah. Um, all right. So uh, yeah. So anyway, so Tomac bad day. Don't throw your bike down. Slightly bad day. Yes. Don't throw the bike down. I get it. You're pissed. You're angry. Dunge pushed his bike all the way up the Red Bud Leap side of things you know guys push their bikes just don't do that um i think it was just more unfortunate that the, the camera had happened to be on him and then and then uh the powers that be showed showed it like four times the rest of the day um oh, that's great championship drama oh yeah it was oh yeah marv qualified fastest and uh was certainly looking good in the first moto he went down somewhere uh eight two though good job for marv really good uh Really good second moto. Um, Tickle, 2-9. Good job for Tick out there in the mud in the first moto. Yamaha, 1-2. 1-2, Blue Crew. Phenomenal. Um, second moto's not so much. Max Ansi gets absolutely screwed out of an interview by Weege in the second moto. By Weege. By Weege. Uh, by me. Running first for most oh, of the moto. God. Um, and then gets absolutely effed over by Weege. So, yep, good, great job, Weege, on that. Hey, I, don't, I, I don't like I don't like Brits. They're coming over here, taking our jobs, taking our podiums. Right. I right. don't like it. Yep. I mean, you don't see any other foreign riders up there, do you? No, none, zero. <laughs> no. Uh, we did want to get Anstey on, especially because not only was it a cool, you know, the team hasn't even raced outdoors, and he hasn't raced here in a long time, and that made it a cool story already, but also Anstey is a phenomenal interview and character you know so i really was hoping we could get him in and that was the plan but there is a a uh goal line stand at the end of these tv shows like you might think you have the touchdown you might think you have the play but there is a goal line d that is the marvin muskan podium interview and it is very difficult because <laughs> he goes on and unfortunately marv i we like the interviews because he gives you so much info but his interview essentially takes up twice the time of any other rider, and we were out of time. So. I was watching this live yesterday on the app, and I, I literally told my buddy, I'm like, they need to have like music like at the Oscars. They just start <laughs> playing music. And that's like, hey, your cue, like, shut up. Your time here is done. I don't think Marv would hear it. I think Marv would go right through it. Wouldn't matter. I just apparently back when Aaron Bates, I think it was Aaron Bates, would get like do like the twirling of the fingers, like, hey, wrap it up. So I can't remember which pit reporter it was. Maybe it was Aaron. Maybe it's someone after that. 
And then he told her, he's like, I'm going to break your finger someday. I have things to say. Because <laughs> he went through, he described his first moto. He talked about being the only rider and gave a shout out to Webb. And I'm like, oh, man, he's getting it all in. <laughs> he's getting even the Webb story in here. And I'm like, Anstey's waiting. Well, uh, good yeah, job for Anstey. Uh, I had MXGP lover, supporter, Kellen Brower over at RaceRx, defending Anstey like no other. Um I just – these conditions are great for a guy like – I mean, literally, literally, these, this is not off, far off of Matterly at the designations when yep. Max crushed it. Uh, it now, obviously, it's his hometown and, and, you know, all that, and he was on a works bike, and I get all that stuff. So I was thinking Max Hansi would have a good day, a big day. He qualified 16th. First moto, Kellen wanted to make sure that he told us he was up to 10th. He was up to 10th. And then he went down – uh, uh, but qualifying 16th, he was up to 10th. He got 15th in Moto One, and uh, I tweeted out like at some point in the second Moto, like did his mechanic ride for him first Moto because he was drastically different. I mean, he got the start that helps a ton, but first Moto was just eh, like whatever. He's just two different Motos. So uh, the all, th- all I know is that that Suzuki, whether it's a 250 or 450, has so much power. Like look at those bikes on the starts this year. Mm. Look at the RM Army. Mm. It's unbelievable. Wow. It's, it, for all you doubters out there, I just want you to watch the tape. It has been all yellow up front in these motos. Uh, are they a Pirelli team, Hep, or Dunlop? They're, they're not, but that Pirelli scoop tire on Amart and, and Freddie Norn has been almost unstoppable thus far. Yeah, and that well, is a legendary vet, tire we talked about last week. But Veteran Hep, okay, gate so pick by Amart. Veteran gate picks. <laughs> yes, he talked about that in the press conference. Oh, we'll he did? He did? Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Exactly. Anyway, good for Anstey. I'm hoping, you know, Anstey's always been hot and cold. You never know. You know, on some weekends, he's unbelievable. Uh, and then other weekends, he's, you don't even realize he's out there. That's kind of been the thing in his whole career. It's always exciting to have guys up there. I'm hoping to get a few of these. And we already got one. He was up to 10th. He was up to 10th. Like, okay, great. He was up to 10th. Wow, what a charge. What, we what, gave Kellen on our preview videos. I handed it to him. I'm like, just say, I know Anstey is your sleeper. Just call it. And he, <laughs> he went another way. It. He went another way. He went Bogle. <laughs> he went full Bogle. Um, yeah. So good job, though, for Max and the team and everything. Good job for the HEP guys. Uh, that had been cool. Uh, Max was close to winning for sure. He led a lot of laps. How many laps did he lead? Uh, 11 laps. So good job. Um, Craig was good. Craig was up there in the first moto, too. Um, had some issues. Dropped back a little bit. Um, really good ride for Christian in the mud, just steady, calm. Barsha, he that badly. Yeah, yeah, for sure. That's got to feel really good. Uh, Barsha, we talked about. Yep, gone. Thirty-three no, seconds. A minute. He was a minute ahead on the when the white flag. Came yeah, out, yeah. He was a minute uh, Thirty-three ahead. seconds, four laps in, something like that. Like it was insane. Yeah. Just see. Then you think about it, add another thirty seconds, right? It's yeah. unbelievable. Yeah, he was just gone. Which shouldn't have been like that. Like, nobody was shocked by that in the mud and, you know, all that, but still. A minute ahead? Yeah, yeah, still. I was shocked by a minute ahead. Uh, Baggett, I had my fantasy team, so I was paying attention to him. Uh, first moto was not happy. Second moto was gritty. Worked his way up. Good job for Baggett. Um, can we talk about the goggle thing or no? I'm, I'm for which, it. Okay. Weech? Which goggle thing? With Adam. Oh, the one that was um, someone tipped us off? Yeah. Okay. Well, okay, so here's the, th- here's the thing, and I'm a former goggle guy and a former mechanic, like, on a team, so I have some, some stuff to talk about here. But, um, so Adam, Adam seems to really worse Scott for 
forever. Okay. Goes to 450s. Uh, Scott wants to stay. Scott. Scott wants to do it. Blah, blah, blah. He gets turned down for Fox goggles. Okay. And that happens. That's the, what happens in the industry. You know, uh, the bigger dollar wins. Fox wants the guy head to toe. Literally everything is Fox, you know, so understandable. But Johnny Knowles, now that I've retired, is the best goggle guy in the business. Okay. Um, no, I'm kidding on that. Jo- Johnny is, and Scott product is good. We, we've known this. Uh, they, 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 you know, they're, they're literally iconic brand in the industry. Fantastic product. You know, they're great company, all of this stuff. So uh, obviously that goes without saying. So no problem. I, you know, I think Scott and John was a little pissed when it happened. But to me, JT, you'll never agree with this stuff. It's business, whatever it is, what it is. Okay, so you what move you on. Mean? You, you take just... it too. No, you take it too personal. So I understand. Yeah, I so, get it. You don't. I, I don't agree no. with the particular certain particular reasons in this case, but business is business. Yeah. So Adam, big huge mutter this weekend, and uh, we see a photo. I guess Adam got some Scotts from Scott, but put tape on them. But the tape fell off or came loose, and you could see the Scott goggles over the Fox thing. Now. Let it be known that that one year when I was doing the X-Bound goggles, for no reason of my own, uh, the goggle didn't work. It, no, the goggle worked fine. It was a massive mutter, and m- one of my riders, Tickle, wore some Scots, one moto. Uh, it's History is filled with other guys using another brand of goggles. Think about uh, Will Hahn. This had, happened a lot. Oh, so many times. So it's not like this is the only time it happened. However, my point is, is I would have I told Knowles I would have told Cowie and Oscar and and Adam and everybody I'm not I'm not giving you any product and especially not if you cover it up cover the strap up I, I just I don't understand that part like cool you sign with if, with Fox if, for their if, goggle great have fun it, right yes and you certainly smile in that scenario but if you're if you are Scott and you are John Knowles, and you are a huge AC fan, and you are a family friend yes. of them yes. for decades, you're going to tell Adam, pound sand, I'm not giving you any goggles. I don't believe you for half a second that you would say no. That me, myself? Yes. Yes, I would. I do not believe that. Okay. I, I just... I, I'm sorry. I mean, I, I, you, I'm, you I can't, don't argue with you. It's up to yeah, you, but yeah, I, I don't I, I just, believe that. Sorry, man. Oh, you know what I might say? No problem. Don't cover the strap up, though. Yeah, of course. Yeah, right. I'm in on that. But I don't right. think if your family friend comes to you and says, hey, I need to run these goggles, you're going to tell them, no, beat it. But I do I do believe you, and you're going to tell them you better not cover the strap up. Right. Okay. I might I might do that. I might say, you got to run you got to run the strap. Yeah, which I would. I mean, anybody right. that works for any brand, if you have that opportunity, you better take this, that. This stuff just drives me crazy. Like, Fox is a great company. They, they, they've, they've, you know, they've, they're iconic as well, just like Scott. However, for whatever reason, we've seen a lot of Fox goggle problems. We really have. And no problem, like, cool, like, they don't quite have it down like Scott does, you know, and that's understandable. Scott has a 30-year head start on these guys. So no problems. But you can't, you know, just be like, have your cake and get paid by these other companies and then not run their... If somebody covers my strap up when I go out of my way to help them, I'm going to be pissed. Right. I I would be pissed. Okay. Well, it's a non-starter then because I'm sure he would not be allowed to go ride with the Scott strap. So you pretty much are saying no. You're going to be at a stalemate, <laughs> which is which is fair though. The stalemate yeah. is fair. Yeah. It just it yeah. pisses me off in the industry when this stuff goes on. Like Adam's agent decided, no, we don't. He did. You know, Scott was in 
big time. We want Adam. We've literally been a family friend forever. And they were told, no, we're going to go with this company. Okay, that's business. Cool. Yep. Just you can't come back and ask for a product. I, I don't like that part of stuff. I just don't like it. But You can, but if you are Scott and you get that opportunity to put your strap on him for a reason because everybody that sees it is going to know what happened, you've got to take it. You, you have to take it. And that's where I okay. think you draw the hard line. Maybe. Yeah, don't cover it up. Right. Yep. Yep. Anyways, I just thought people might want to get a little look behind the stuff that drives me crazy. Um, but we, I think your point is that there's no way they would ever allow that to happen with the strap, but it has in the past. Guys have just gone out there with somebody else's brand and not covered it up because they, they didn't have a choice. Covered it up. Yeah. yeah, tickle, tickle, yeah, yeah. tickle was getting money from X brand and wore Scott goggle that Washugo race. Will Hahn, when he was wearing a certain brand, they were not working, and even his team told him, "You will not wear that brand anymore," because the goggles were not working. Yeah, I, I get, I get that because we also know that there are times when you know if the goggles fail, the team is like. This goggle company let us down. Like yep. you screwed our team and our rider. Yeah. Your goggles suck. Yeah. Millions of dollars happens. have spent on staff and tech and, and, and equipment and everything, and goggles are going to be the weak link. And a goggle you is what, 25, $30, not anymore, but goggles are 40 bucks, right? Like, like, right. like it's right. crazy. Yeah. $40 thing, and, and, you know, it literally affects a million dollar operation. So, but, yeah. uh, but, you know, again, like, uh, you know, I did the X brand stuff, and, 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 you know, I get it. I understand it. I had the tickle thing happen to me, and it drove me nuts. There wasn't even an issue with the X-Brands. It was a massive mutter. And he had to throw his goggles along with, like, 65% of the field. And he got mad at the goggles. You know, I'm just like, what? So uh, let, let's, let's ask this question. If you are, if you're Scott, and I have seen a photo floating out there of said strap coming untaped and showing... The Scott logo. Yeah, no, I mentioned it off top. Yeah, we saw that. You put that out there? I, I put it oh. on my social media Sunday morning. Mm, no, I don't think You're if not I'm going to do it. I don't. I know. I, I'd oh. say I would, but I'm. I, I don't think Scott that. would just let the hope. Hopefully, our photo gets around. I, I, yeah, I'm talking crap. I would love to do that, but I, I you can't. Yeah. You want to? It is a weird thing, and I've been having this argument with people lately because this year has been such a ball up of information and. Yeah, I don't know if you guys noticed. This whole year is a mess, right? <laughs> yes. Um, and I was talking to a rider, for example, uh, last Friday. And it's like, yeah, so we are at Racer X. People think we have or I have way more information on the schedule of these races than we're letting on. And I really don't. Um, I only so know we one here, person that does, and he will go yes. nameless. Yes. <laughs> we, we know someone who's a much better source than us. A yes. much better source than us. Um, but the point is, uh, I will get accused of like, oh, yeah, you know things, but you're not allowed to say them. And for every one of those, I'm like, oh, oh, okay, so I get it. You want the media to be more open and honest. Well, I know about two or three skeletons in your closet. Do you want me to put those out there? Oh, God, please, God, no. Oh, please, God, no, don't tell anybody. <laughs> oh, you actually really threw that back at a rider? I love that. That's great. Yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I did. I'm like, uh, I was like, I heard you're not getting paid. Do you want me to put that out there? No. Oh, okay. Oh, all right. I thought you wanted us to be, you know, just yeah. media don't cover anything up. Right, right, So right. the point is, the whole <laughs> industry protects each other in many more ways than just the media. Like, this isn't an immediate thing. You're right. Scott themselves could put this out there on their social without any gatekeeper, and I doubt they'll do it. Listen, Adam's agent, Astafan, is a, is a good guy. He was – I didn't always – I don't always get along with him 100%, but he came in and did a terrific pulp show, and we, we've talked a little bit since then. But I, I just literally would, would say, hey, uh, you know – I, I we tried to get Adam and Scotts. Here's here's what happened. That's all. And again, uh, you know, it, it's a mutter. Shit happens. I get it. But you know, so all right, moving on. Uh, Anderson, quiet day for Anderson. Twenty-seven-four 
And again, I didn't know what happened to him in the first moto. Like he was okay, and then did his bike break, or did he crash late? Because so, it, hold on, what? hold on, I have a question. I'm okay. sorry. So on Anderson, did, was he the guy that went down on the start or not? Yeah, it was. Because and then he like halfway, again. halfway he's in eleventh, or like not even halfway, like five laps in, he's in eleventh place. And I keep, I'm asking my buddy, I'm texting group texts. How the hell is Anderson 11th? He's ahead of guys like Dino and Baggett and all these guys and not really going that fast. Like it wasn't like his lap times were like, oh, that's how because he's doing five seconds a lot faster than everybody. So I couldn't figure it out. I could not understand how he got to 11th after laying in the mud in the first corner. So somewhere I need to go look at the lap chart or something because something was amiss of how he crashed and then how he got up to the front so quickly. So that's probably on me. I need to do my research, but it didn't make sense on the surface. That's for sure. Well, I don't know Anderson's then, but I asked the same thing of Amart. I'm like, hey, when you crashed in the first moto, where were you? And he's like, I don't know, but I would assume somewhere in the 30s. And I was like, were you surprised how quickly? Because like Amart was in like ninth. I had like, him. Same thing. I had him in 26th. Amart early after that fall. He was I'm first pull up lap, lap 26th. Uh, yes, we don't have the technology to know. No, anything right. before that. No, we no, we don't. No, no. It's impossible to know what goes on in the first two and a half minutes of the race. Yep. Uh, yeah, so he's 26th or 29th, 23rd. And then he was ninth pretty quickly. And I was like, how did you do that? And he's like, I don't know exactly what places I was in almost at any point. And then eventually he did get a seventh place pit board. And he's like, how is that possible? And he's like, but then again, there were dudes crashed and down everywhere. So I'm, I'm thinking it could be that okay. same exact scenario. Like, uh, on um, the first two laps, there were two five-rider pileups, and you made up ten positions. Yeah. So, yeah. so Anderson, Anderson is 18th on the first lap. How is that possible? Well, we uh, we don't have don't the know. technology. We can't. We nobody can ever figure it out. It's forever gone. Um, I don't just don't get it. He's ahead so of Bogle. That it can't and, be him. Well, I don't know. Well, it doesn't I, make any sense. Well, that he's ahead of Zacco. He's ahead of Bogle. He's ahead of Baggett. He's ahead of like all kinds of good riders. Like when he we saw him on video, like assuming that was him, it just doesn't make sense to me mathematically. Like, I don't get it. It's a mud race, JT. I don't know. If he was in twelfth on the second lap. Like it does, I don't know. Okay, a lot of guys crashed. What happened late in the moto then? Did his bike break? To Anderson? Yes. Uh, I would assume he had some sort of technical difficulty. I don't know. Okay. Also, I need to rewatch the race. Was Adam's move on Eli at all anything to talk about? No, Adam was didn't even know Eli was there. Okay, all right. that'll that'll no quiet idea. some people on Twitter. Um, Justin Rodbell. Yeah, solid. He was yeah. on the fantasy team. Justin Rodbell, everybody qualified really well. Qualified well last week too, right? Did he not? I believe. <laughs> not bad. Not bad. Yep. And then th- now he backs it up with a tenth overall SGB Kawasaki. He's a mutter, though. He's a mutter. If you went back and looked at Iron Man from 2018, which he's only raced, that was his third, fourth national ever. His first national ever, was, or second national ever, was at Iron Man, and he got 12th in the mud. Hold on. So that, that's what I went off of. Hold on. Last year, Iron Man? 18. 18. Got it. Yes. Um, because, yeah, he, he rode Traders for his debut, correct? Yeah. He okay. rode Buds and then Iron Man and then nothing last year I could find and then Supercross this year. Right. But the mud race he got twelfth overall, and that's all I needed to see. Um so A Ray is really upset at me. He's had four DNFs. He's upset at that. And he's had bike problems. 
And I Why just mad at you for that though. Because I said, learn how to ride the bike. And then Kiefer was on the group text and Kiefer's like, Oh no. Like don't don't uh, no don't <laughs> he go. He is there. hard on the bike though. And, and I just said, look, uh your two teammates have finished. You know, like I just I, and he's just hey, I guess I'll quit. I guess I'll quit. He said, I guess I quit. Uh, and I'm just like, oh, here we go. Yeah, he needs to take emotion out of it. He does. He is hard on the clutch. He revs it too much. Yeah. So, anyways. Um, yep. So hopefully my my uh, my friendship with A Ray will will be salvaged here. Good job, Justin Rodbell and the SGB Kawasaki team. Um, Freddie Norn was up front in both motos and got a fourth in Moto One. Good job for Fast Freddie. He did have a bike problem in Moto Two, like a lot of other people. Henry Miller had a good, strong day, uh, especially in the first moto. Check sex, and we talked about Savachi. Weesh, uh, any panic button? Any dusting of it off? Anything? I don't know. Post-race, I would heard um, big steps in the right direction after round one, but now it's a mud race. So I don't know if it's like, wait, we thought we were better and we still weren't. I mean, the second moto wasn't bad. At some point, he actually passed. He got passed by Tomac and got back around him. Uh, but there were high hopes. Uh, that they had found something much better after he finally got one race under his belt. But, I again, I don't want to read too much into what happened in a mud race. If it, if it's a prob- if he's got problems at Ironman and it's dry, then then you can start doing panic bells. Panic bells? Button. Panic Button. buttons. Button. Yep. I don't think you can do that in a mud race uh, unless you're Tomac and you lost 40 points in one day. Okay. Uh, Masterpool, good job for Jake Masterpool. Uh, Dean Wilson, JT. I don't know what's going on with Dean. Again, mud race, but... Wasn't great yeah, week bike, one either. Bike white go again. Yeah. So just typical problems. Um, he seems very frustrated with the weather so far. So we'll see if he's what he's got in the tank if uh, Ironman ends up being dry. Benny Bloss. He will be on my fantasy team come this Saturday. Yeah, I really appreciate it. I had dinner with Benny and um, oh, you did Jericho uh, Friday night at you, the track. Really at the track? Just like barbecue? Well, I was hanging out with GL. We went over to the Thor bus. JT, you ever hang out over there? Uh, with our, our buddy Hilton Beatty. I cannot and, uh, say Davey. that I've ever done that. Oh, okay. I'm surprised. Um, so uh, Davey, a couple other, couple other people, and uh, Benny's a Thor guy now, so he was over there with his parents who, I mean, Jeff Bloss has become our BFF now, right? Let's, let's go easy on that. He wears Thor, which... Oh, interesting. Okay. I like that. He wears yeah. Thor. Uh, so hanging out with the Bloss crew, and uh, I got the scoop on last weekend, and uh, I, I said, you really screw the fantasy team. And I said, do me a favor. Let's just ruin it this weekend. Just absolutely just, just have a horrible weekend, please, so we can get that handicap back. Yeah, I like that. And then when we can play him in Iron Man. Nice and I got to say, Jericho came through. Nice. Bullshit. Really coming complete, together. Here. Complete bullshit. Um, yeah. What yeah, else? And I thanked, I thanked uh, Benny after the race. Uh, he oh. wasn't really oh, – no. he didn't really see it that way. <laughs> Uh, Jeremy Smith is a guy that opened some eyes last weekend, and this weekend he had some issues in the first moto, but then he got a 16th. Like, that's another good ride. That's, again, really good. So, yeah. Yeah. New Jersey guy. Um, Yeah, yeah. I thought he was Ohio. I did not know he was New Jersey. I did not know that. Um, I think you're thinking of Jeremy Hand is Ohio. I I don't know. I thought he was on the privateer pod last week. And I said, uh, aren't you from Ohio? And he's like, no. Oh, okay. <laughs> Immediate no. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So anyways, good job for Jeremy Smith, though. A guy who struggled to get real results has three out of four motos of real results. So uh, Justin he's Heff. He's always been fast. He's always been yeah, fast. Justin Heff, by the way, 17th in the first moto, he was 40th 
I watched it. He was 40th on lap one. So good job for Justin Hill. And he's a California guy, so you wouldn't yeah. think that'd be like his specialty, right? Yep. So um, good job for Justin Hill. Don't worry, everybody. By the way, breaking news, we are uh, the Pulp MX show will step up where Weege failed and have Max Anstey on tomorrow night. So just uh, FYI, everybody. That's cool. Or just go to YouTube and check out the Racer X Supercross and Motocross News channel, and you can watch the post-race press conference already posted since midnight last night, starring Max Anstey, everyone. Racer can- X, hooking <laughs> the foreigners up. Can you guys imagine Lewis Phillips in the U.K.? Oh. Watching Max Anstey leading that moto. Oh, I am proposing Lewis Phillips of MX Vice and our guy Kellen. Now, Kellen is married and has a child now in the United States, but I still feel like they should switch at least for one year, and that includes Max. Oh, sorry, Max. I'm assuming Max and Lewis are the same person. Right, Lewis have to move here, become the father to Kellen's child in California. Wow, that's all they want. What? One wants to live in Europe, and one wants to I thought live we were in already, the United States. I thought we were already doing this with Anton. We were doing an Anton Lewis swap. Oh, Anton Lewis slop. Oh, but that wouldn't be one year. <laughs> it's for life. A- Anton Ifa would go to, <laughs> to Europe. <laughs> um, all right. Uh, Chase Felong. Uh, yeah, good ride. I don't know anything about Chase Felong. Do we know anything? Yeah, I was going to say, do we know anything about him? No. No. But 13th in okay. the second moto. So He was up there, too. He was in like 10th at one point. Yeah, good job. All right, uh, that's 450 class. Wait, one more the rider to mention. Oh. One other rider to mention. Oh, I'm sorry. Jeremy Smith, not the only rider from New Jersey scoring points. Oh, uh, yes. Corey Karsten? Oh, yeah. Oh, nice. Oh, yeah. Number 281, but let's be honest, the number 31 number plate is stuck to the door of the van. Bob's RV. Yep. Very soon. They took Those the Econoline. They came nuts. back down. Those effing lug nuts. Those effing lug nuts. Yep, saw the van pull out last Saturday, saw it pull back in this weekend, and there's Corey Carson scoring three championship points, 18th in Moto1. Good job, Corey, keeping it alive. Have you ever talked to Corey? Uh, I think I talked to Barry last weekend, and that was the first (laughs) time Corey was there. One time at Daytona, Barry. Did you ever talk to Corey? I talked to Barry last week. Look, JT, he can't get Barry. Like, he can't. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. He can't even get it out. Yeah. As I was talking to Barry last weekend, Corey was there, and we were starting to do like the head nods of like, "Yeah, we're in this conversation." Also, and then a couple of a couple of times, like we spoke a word or two to each other. We're getting there. There how was one hours? time at Daytona where Barry and I spoke. I think for seven straight hours, and <laughs> someone just disgusted, just kept coming hours? back and would like roll his eyes and just leave. <laughs> how many hours do you think Barry worked this week in between Wins oh. rounds? <laughs> I'm going to guess 90. Honestly, couldn't, in, in conditions like that, what we saw, couldn't Barry put Corey's gear on and no one Maybe would notice? Like, Maybe that's where the 18th came from. And don't you feel Barry like... style is swift attack. <laughs> it has. It has. <laughs> I mean, even at his peak, leading the East Coast points in 91. Even at that's his... great. Was it 91, Weech? 90. 90. Even at his 90. peak, Barry, you know, didn't have great style. But I feel like Barry's skills would, you know, be able to slither around there and get top 20. He is wily. Yeah. So anyway, so Corey, so is, is this it, Weege, every week? Corey Carson update? Is, should we need to put this in there? He got, he got points, though? Really? Yeah. He got points? Yeah, that's yeah, he got 18. Points. Yeah. No, that's, that's legit. I, I, I 
in all seriousness, that's pretty awesome. Yes, that's real news right there, everybody. That's real news. Okay. All right. Moving on. 250 class from Loretta Lynn's two. Uh, thank you, Fly Racing. Uh, Fly Racing has redefined expectations in safety and performance with the Formula Helmet. Tested on the most advanced equipment in the world, the Formula Helmet's overall performance is best in class in both the high-velocity crashes as well as the rotational and low-speed impacts. FlyRacing.com to learn more about the Formula. And there's the all-new Formula CC that has come out. And uh, how much cheaper is it than the Formula, JT? 200 bucks. How do you two- like that read, by the way? I, I wrote that uh, read. Yeah, it's too long. Too long. Uh, 200 bucks cheaper for the Formula CC. So if your budget can't quite fit in the Formula, the Formula CC has the exact same safety features, just a little heavier. Uh, and uh, so please check it out. Formula uh, Helmet is uh, absolutely love it. I cannot believe how well ventilated it is and how quiet it is. It's just unbelievable. And I flew off at Glen Helen, hit the side of the wall with my handlebar, went over the bars, and I was fine. Lying right on my head. I was fine. I was there. Yeah, you were there. Yeah. That was the day we battled. <laughs> it was. Uh, that, we went REM, Orange Helmet. We did. Orange Helmet we in did. the REM track. It was fantastic. <laughs> um, and so thanks to those guys for making it happen. Max's Tires as well, used by Justin fucking Rod Bell, everybody. <laughs> Max's Tires, Max's.com. Top 10 with Justin Rod Bell, our favorite SGB Kawasaki rider. Please check out oh. Max's Tires. Mountain bike tires, light truck tires. Is that ad copy? Was that written by Maxis? Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah they sent that in. Uh, no, I'm fighting with him. I, I just got mad. Rod Bell's good with the RPM. Yeah, like he really I, rides the bike in the meat of the power. I'm mad at anyway. We're, 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 he he can go hang out with the swap guys. Um, thanks to Maxis Tires. Also, thanks to Renthal. Renthal.com. Adam seen Cirillo using Renthal. Eli Tomek as well. Of course, uh, Ken Roxon won Supercrosses with their new Fat Bar 36 as well. They have more championships than all their competitors combined. I haven't done the math on that. I'm just reading the copy from them also, but I believe them. I don't, I, I'm pretty sure that that's true. So Renthal.com and Onyx Maps, Weech. Yeah, Onyx Maps. You go to onyxmaps.com or uh, look for Onyx Off-Road in the App Store. And this is cool. It is not only trails, but it's GPS that works without cell service which is very handy. And also, if you get the app or you go to the website, they'll send you email tips over other things, you know, how to do water crossing safely, uh, tips on driving and riding, things like that. So uh, check it out, onxmaps.com. And, and uh, subscribe Onyx. to RacerX, uh, RacerX Online forward slash pulp. Please nope. su- subscribe to RacerX Online or subscribe to RacerX Magazine. So please. Yeah. Uh, no, slash weed. Slash pulp. Just um, okay. 250s. From the ranch, uh, you know what got a lot of attention on my Twitter feed was Ferrandez being upset at the team for making oh, yeah. a bike setup. And oh, again, yeah. I haven't watched the race. We're doing this pod a little earlier than than we normally do. Um, but yeah, a little bit like uh, a little weird, a little strange. Uh, people on Twitter were not really having it. So um, yeah. Anyways, what's the problem? He said that very angry. No, what is why? Why are the fans angry? I think a foreign guy complaining. I'm making excuses. Oh, the fans were angry? Oh, yeah, I'm making excuses, right? He's making excuses. Oh, God. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, God. Hey, I'm tired of these vanilla interviews. They never give us any information. Yeah, we made a bad bike setup, and I'm mad at my team. Oh, stop with the excuses. <laughs> no, pretty much. You're pretty much right. Uh, so, anyways, uh, Ferrandez 2-4 on the day, and uh, a good ride in both motos. And, I th- uh, truthfully, they probably did something to mellow it out, and he didn't get a good start because he, he was further back on the start on that uh, moto, too. Uh, Moto One, he he worked his way up, you know, from from a ways back. So um, he had another point. I had no idea what he was talking about here. So he said 
that his first moto gate pick he lost because he was doing something to drain the water from his starting gate and he got penalized and he didn't know that was a rule and he accepts the penalty and he learned from his mistake. And I, I saw his uh, coach one time adding water, some sort of liquid, to a starting gate one time at oh. Mount Morris. Oh, okay. High point? Uh, yep. what, not when he was a coach, but himself? He was a rider, yes. yes. He was adding a specific liquid. Uh, mm-hmm. Could have been yellow in origin to his starting gate to add traction. Really? It all comes full, full circle. Oh, yeah. That's like uh, double illegal, I believe. Yeah, it didn't go over real well, as you can no. imagine. Oh, Literally. Uh, yeah, so Ferrandis, I didn't know about this, tried to drain water, whatever he was doing was deemed not legal, so he had a bad gate pick in the first moto, but he accepts that. He was mad. He said whatever the team changed resulted in less traction. So, hmm. there you go. Um, what, do you think, what do you think that would be, Steve? Has to be ECU? Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. Just, t- uh, it could be tire, I guess. I, I, but. No, no, way. no it can't I, be tire, though. Why would they not go Right, with like, I, I think they said, hey, man, we gotta make sure your bike lasts. Let's, let's detune it a little bit here. Um, you know, would that, would that be traction though? Sure, it could be just less power, right? Yeah, but I would I, just traction was a weird word to to detune it for me. That's all. Not saying you're wrong. It just right. maybe it's a translation thing. I don't know. Yeah, I think so. Um, but anyways, Jeremy Martin's whether J Mart's bike would make it or not was the story in Moto Two, as we talked about. Jet blew up. Mumford blew up. Uh, Hunter Lawrence shoulder blew up by all apparently. Um. And and so Jmart's bike to me, I didn't think it would make it because it, it had been it started er, so early and I'm like it's going to stop smoking and then it's going to blow up but thankfully it never stopped smoking and the thing kept making it and Jmart goes three two for the overall wage. Yeah, uh, and even he said in the press conference, as we're saying in this podcast, you can only take so much out of it. He didn't win a moto; it was a mud race. He's happy to win. That's cool, you know, but I, I think even he knows you can't be like, I'm back. I'm back to winning races. Um, one thing he did say, I don't know if this gets classified as excuses or not. He said that he had went a little bit in the wrong direction with his bike for round one because he was racing those local races at Millville. And he's like, yeah, the bumps at a pro race are a little bit different. So I thought my bike was going to be way better this weekend. But since it was a mutter, we don't know. Um, but good for him. Good story yeah. for him to get another win. But, yeah, I don't think we're like, all right, he's – He's going to take the he, – he's now the best guy in the class for sure because he's won this race. You know what's funny is I, I did this story a few years ago in the magazine. Uh, and, I was, again, I worked really hard on the feature. You guys should subscribe to the magazine. You'll read stuff that I never, ever put online. But I did a feature on the veterans in the 250 class. This is Osborne, AP, Jmart. I want to say there was one other guy. And they were just crushing it, like until Osborne went out with injury. This is the, the, the year Osborne was defending. Maybe it was Troll. Maybe Troll was the other guy. I don't know. And they, and then kind of it ended up being AP. He ended up winning. He was still the youngest of the group. But now we're seeing, you know, we are two rounds down here. We got top four in points. Ferrandis, Martin, Alex Martin, Jeremy Martin, and RJ Hampshire. Combined combined years of experience in 50 class, uh, 648, right? And I wonder... Because Dylan goes back to Europe, obviously, too. He's 26 years old or whatever. So yeah. I just wonder if, uh, you know, we're starting to see a little bit of just being – having experience and not being a weirdo and not freaking out and, you know, having a good bike, of course, is starting to pay off a little bit because we're seeing these older guys in this class, you know, come through. Man, I, I just – I feel like this 250 class is really shallow this year. I We're losing guys on an in an already 
not deep field. Um, I I just looked through the results and I'm like, where is the, where's the depth? Where are the title contenders? It just doesn't feel like there's a lot there. Like the 450 class is stacked, which is great. But the 250 class, I feel like we're really seeing the loss of guys like Forkner. And then, you know, I I have a feeling that Hunter Lawrence is going to be done. You know, typically when you dislocate your shoulder without crashing, that's a bad sign. Bad sign for my fantasy team too. Yeah, you know, Justin Cooper is wounded, right? He's nowhere near the Justin Cooper of 2019. It's just not a really strong class right now. And and the racing's fine. It's entertaining and all that. I just look through it and I'm like, man, this doesn't feel like the really strong 250 series that we've seen some years. Well. Yeah, I agree. uh, Yep. So Um, one of the things I mentioned off the top of the show was Hampshire. Like last week was great, second overall, 3-2. But I did have one eyebrow up, like, eh, you know, maybe, you know, the ACL, I don't know. I just was like, I need to see it. Well, he wins Moto 1, great ride. And then Moto 2, he got up to, what did he get up to? Eighth? Seventh, I think. Seventh? And then, uh, and bike blew up um, from from way back. So, I think Hampshire is for real. Do you guys think that? Uh, we threw four motos. Like, do you think we're seeing this 24 kid for the rest of the year battling podiums? I do, and I know that we said you really can't take much out of a mud race, but the way he won that first moto, so he had no goggles for a lot of it. Ferrandez caught him from a pretty good ways back, and what has really impressed me about RJ the whole year, even in Supercross, the limited part that we got while he was riding with the torn ACL, yeah, he just seems, yeah, you remember this, uh, he seems so focused and determined and like, yeah. I'm going to make this happen hell or high water, mm-hmm. and that counts in a mud race. You know, he had every reason to, um, um, I got no yeah. goggles and here comes Ferrandis and I'm just going to take second, but he would not surrender. So I take that as he's going to find a way J- most weekends to be up there. JT, RJ, for real? Yes. Yeah. He is for real. Yep. Um, it's pretty unfortunate that he lost a ton of points in that second moto, but I yep. think for him to come out and be so strong at the first round, I think that was a pretty clear signal that he's ready. And then that lends back to the lack of depth that I have. I think guys like him are, pretty far ahead of most of the rest of the group. You know, the the difference between an RJ Hampshire and a, and a Mitchell Harrison right now, I think is pretty big. So in most scenarios, I think RJ is going to find his way back into the top five or six in most motos. Well, it's time. It's time in this podcast. It's troll train okay. time. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. This is uh, I, I was it was short train time all day yesterday on th- every text. This is the time for both of you right now to apologize. This is the time for both of you to admit you were wrong, to come on over onto the train. We won't we'll let you on. If we wait if you two keep fighting this two rounds from now, three rounds from now, we're not letting you on. Well what is what is considered so you're, going to be your level of success? A championship. Okay, I'm out. All right. You're going to pay the ultimate price. Weech? That's fine. That's it. You're either championship or bust? Well, that's I, what I was hoping I mean, you would say. Yeah, then I'm out. I'm out. Th- I'm bust. That's what we want to do. That, then I'm out. I, I was hoping you would say that because now I'm, I have an easy answer. If you would have put me in some sort of like vague window where I'm like, oh, well, podiums and winning a moto and good finish, then I have no out. I can't go anywhere because I think he's going to do that in this class right now. But if it's championship or bust, it, yeah, I'll take that every time. Is he as fast as Jeremy and Ferrandez? Probably not. Um, but he's close. And 
We just need some mistakes, and we're right there. We're 19 down. And we should have went 1-1. We had the whole shot. Right? Yeah, you should have uh, went 1-1. I, one, one. I, I will that's give what, you that's this. That's your stance? I'll give you this. Okay. The first, second Moto, to me, proved had he not fallen in Moto 1, he probably would have. He would have won the overall, Steve. Yeah. Yeah. No, we're, we're good. Like I don't think he was going to beat RJ in that first moto. Oh. oh. Yeah, I mean, he just whooped everybody in the second moto, so, you know. Well, you, you're, his brother was riding at, like, 2,000 RPM for 20 minutes. So, I, I mean, he rode great. He deserved to win. But I'm saying just again, if, you're, if you're only basing his, his win off his second moto and he's going to win every moto based off that second moto. I don't I know why you continue to shit on Alex Martin, JT. I'm not. You, you're shorter just like him. You're an underdog just like he is. Like, I don't but get you're it. you're saying. It, is it jealousy that you never got what Amart got? Have, you have even you wore answer gear. You even wore answer gear one year. Have you ever considered that you might be slightly overboard with Amart? And then that skews everybody else's opinion. No. Okay. <laughs> Fair enough. <laughs> I just like you can't even give him the moto credit. He's You're like, great. His no, brother, his brother awesome. rode a 200 RPM for 20 minutes. Like, Weech. you are saying, Weech. you are saying that the re- that because he won the second moto, that he would have won the first moto, no problem. Yes, I'm also saying that. We just saying that. I, I said too. <laughs> wow, I think okay. he showed that if you just start up front in a mud race, it's just an incredible advantage to have. But RJ was there too. That's what I'm saying. Like I don't, I, I don't think you can just say, "Oh yeah, he would." No problem. Like it's fine. He would have won. No problem. Like he hasn't won a moto in like what four years? Who? To just Alex. Alex. When was the last moto he won? It's been less than four years. I don't know. I think it might. Tell be. me when he won. <laughs> really? Uh, I don't know. I, I don't feel confident enough to, to 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 start yelling and screaming. So, but. Listen, Alex is great. He's going I, I, to be I, top, a top five guy. You should He's like old. Alex Martin. I'm trying to like him, but you you won't let me. Uh, no. I, I think he's going to be a top five guy all summer. Do I think he's as as good as Ferrandis? What what is happening right now? Oh, can you hear that? Yeah, oh, we're yeah. taking care of dogs. Coconut, right there, just coconut. Oh, I was all talking to Pookie. I was, I was talking to Pookie. Pookie's down here, but you know, arranging the fruit. When you talk and there's a microphone, everybody. No, else I thought it. I turned my button off. I thought I turned my button off. Okay. Anyways. Uh, and so Alex Martin is going to be a top five guy all season long. But if I have to choose between he or J-Mart or Ferrandis, I'm not going to pick A-Mart in that group. I, I'm just not. I, if that's wrong, then I'll be wrong. You have a pattern, though, of not respecting Troll Train. And I just, I don't, I won't stand for it anymore. It's what he, it, respect is, you're going too far by saying not respecting him. He wore that's answer. He's shorter. He's an underdog. All the things you were. But you're making it out to say that I don't like him. Or no, you like him. You, you like him. He almost yeah, he wore fly once, I think. Yeah, he used to wear fly for years. God, Weege, help me out. No, you don't need help. You've now gotten us 10 minutes deep on talking A-Mark. <laughs> thank you. Your mission thank accomplished. You, thank you. Perfect. Mission accomplished. You just made well, A-Mark the crux of the entire crazy weekend. Okay, okay. Let me go here. Shit can happen. We got a long way to go, okay? Injuries. Things can happen. What percent, for reals though, I'm, I'm being real here, what percent do you give Troll Train to win this title, Weege? 
What percent? There is a percentage. There I know, percentage. I know. Yes. What do you give there it? There is a percentage. What do you it give it? It's not 0%. It's not 1%. Yeah, uh, I will go 18. I will go 18. Thank you. Solid number. Thank you. JT? I'm somewhere in the 10 to 15. Right. I'll go 15. I'll go 15. Not as high as my 70, but still. 70%. 70%. Anyways, all right. Good job for. He did say he's way better than last year, second year on the bike. Um, gave credit to uh, Dean Baker, the horsepower maker, for finding some more HPs. Says the bike is great. No problems with the Suzuki's fine. Um, and I know he's lost some weight. I know because he's given me some of the weight loss tips. Yeah, you guys are so you guys are quite uh, fitness fanatics, you two. They are. That's my trainer. That's my diet. Just don't eat after. Just don't eat after six p.m. That's it. It's the most simple diet plan ever. Just don't eat at night. And Troll Train told me to do that, and it worked. That's it. That's the entire extent Steve, are you, of the plan. Steve, are you going to hammer him about his diet like you do me? Why is he keto? No, but oh. that's just what you do. You just hammer people. No, no, just diet. people who do just, just me. people who use fake, fake, fake diets like you. That's that's who I hammer. <laughs> okay. No, just people Got who it. have normal normal people like me and Troll. Right. Or, you know, we're fine. And we each. Okay, fake diets. Okay, so. Anyways, all right. So, Amart, go Amart. We're all here for you except for JT. Before we end this Amart topic, can you talk about your tweet about Suzuki's <laughs> first moto win in the class? God, these, I can't. I can't deal with these people. I, I tweeted out <laughs> that Amart's win is the first one in the 125 slash 250 class since I said thin, since parentheses flipping pages. Mark Barnett in '83. A total joke. You know, it's been a long... They don't, haven't had a ton of success, but they've had success. And I got blown up on Twitter from people like, what about Dodge? What about Hepler? Millsaps won. You're forgetting about Pastrana. <laughs> I just... I can't... I can't deal with it. I, I don't... You just... Do you people out there who follow me, you know, you, you people follow me, you know I'm, you know, I'm, I'm knowledgeable about the sport. Do you really think that I think Barnett in 83, 1983... Seven thirty-seven years ago was the last time Suzuki won. You think I'm forgetting Pastrana and Dungey and Millsaps and Hepler and Tim Ferry and Damon Huffman and Robbie Renard and and every and God knows everybody else the 125 riders that have won a moto. Like I just couldn't remember Amart's win. I do we have a record on that? We thought you were looking. What? Uh, hold on, I'm talking to your guy Swiss Corps about your dumb website. Okay, hold on. Thanks I'm gonna te- I'm texting Amart right, right now. About what? What's the problem? His last, last moto win. win. Last moto win. He, he just texted me. I thought me. it was 16 also, but. When was your last moto win? He is, um, he's coming to the Pulp Mech show tomorrow night, by the way. So, and I'm not going to have Phil on with him at the same time, which I've done in the past. It's kind of screwed him over. Can you not, like, hammer me to him about, like, you, because that's not fair. Like, I, I like Alex Martin. I've, I've shared a hotel room with okay. Alex Martin. Okay, Weege, like, unbiasedly, do you not feel like JT has never really been on the troll train. He likes Amart. None of that. You know, he respect. You know, he does like Alex. You know, all of that stuff. It's hard not to like Alex. But J- Weege. I'm not turning this on JT. I'm not turning this on. This is not fair. You are, what you were doing is you were taking a worldview and putting it squarely on JT, which you do on many topics. Many topics. You take things that JT thinks that many other people think and then take it all out on JT. JT, does he do that to you? Yes, but he's, he's also doing that to you several times in the past few days, so I've actually been... I, I've that. never felt like JT has been troll train. 
I've never. I'm not, the problem I just, is well, your standard of JT control train is you have to pick him to be the champ every time. No, no. I'm not it saying, I'm not saying champ. He throws sly remarks disrespecting oh, Amart's legacy. He does not. Yes, he does. I do. I do not. I think. I, I believe in my heart that JT does not does not like Stu. Okay, I believe that. I do not believe that JT does not like Alex. He does. <laughs> Okay. Why do you think I don't like Stu? You don't I like Stu, and you will never convince know. me that. No, listen, he landed on you. You have the Chad thing. There's too much history there, and that's fine. There's guys I don't like either, so I get it. But <laughs> I'm not there with Amar. You you do like Alex, yes, and all of that, yes. But just. Well, the problem is is that you are very pro Amar. Like, you're so far pro Amar that there, there is no other lane to take. Like, you, you can't be neutral. Or a neutral I don't even feel like you're against. neutral. I don't what do you even, mean? I don't even feel like you're neutral. <laughs> it's just shifted so from ridiculous. standard Steve going after JT to like, I think Steve's actually serious. <laughs> I, I am. I never I, thought you were serious. I feel now. like JT has never really given Amart a lot of credit. <laughs> I just feel like that. Oh, I, I just, I, you uh, know. Oh. The, you know what? Hey, we had a discussion today with a writer that we will not say his name, but it rhymes with Schmack Schmosborn <laughs> about having children. Right? Yeah. And Steve does not have children. But I believe that Steve has just become a crazed minibike dad. And this is the exact same logic wow. he, that racer parents use. He is small like a child. I, I've heard it from many dads before. Almost so exact words. They don't have facts to back it up. But they have a feeling that you just never gave enough credit. And I've heard that <laughs> from the mouths of minibike parents. I know you haven't given him enough credit. I can feel it. And this is the words yep. that you are using for yep. your son. Yep. You are a crazed minibike dad with Alex Martin. I was just so proud of him to win that moto, and he should have went 1-1. <laughs> the little guy. So yeah. proud of my little guy. And, and we're on JGR. We're on a Suzuki with a kickstart. I mean, all this stuff. <laughs> so good job. All right. Let's move on. Can we move on? Uh, please. I don't know. Can you? <laughs> you want to just wrap it? Do you want to wrap it? And that's it. We'll leave it. We got to talk now about Marty. Pouting. Now you're pouting. No, no, I'm saying we can go. It's been a while. We can go. It's fine. Well, you mentioned Stu on this show. Let me real quick. Let's get the Marty reference in. Are you ready? Yeah. We were talking old Loretta Lynn's with Benny Bloss on Friday night. Uh huh. First year at Loretta's, he was racing the 50 class. He said that was Marty's rookie year as a pro. <laughs> There you go, everybody. I, There's your Marty reference. I got a tweet from somebody who said they saw or they heard. I, I don't know. I can't verify how they know this, but they said Marty has been riding outdoors. Just he has gr- with Jordan Smith. Oh, yeah, I can verify. Okay, so just grinding, no series, no anything, but Marty just grinding away at outdoors. Love to see it. Okay, uh, McAdoo staying somewhat up and having two good motos in those conditions is impressive. Fourth overall for Ramit. That, I thought he was going to win that first moto. I really did. That's got to be a career best outdoors for him, yeah? I feel? I don't know. I don't know. Okay. Fourth, I'm scared to uh, say yeah, anything because you're going to say, if I say that's his best race ever, you're going to say I'm not giving him any credit. Oh. Okay. People on Twitter, back me up if you feel like JT is consistently oh, just God, slighted. You are the worst. I, no, I'm, <laughs> let's, maybe, maybe I'm off. Maybe I'm off. Let's ask people on Twitter. <laughs> Oh, my God. <laughs> Just, again. All right. Okay. Um, so, good job for McAdoo. 
Shane McElrath, JT, first to the finish line in Pulp Mix Fantasy. Uh, he went down about two corners after that. <laughs> so, well, he just stalled it. Yeah, stalled, he just it, stalled yeah. it. Yeah, he didn't uh, crash. But how long? And, did, and I, did you pick him? Funny thing. No, I did. Oh, funny, I did. Well, yeah, whatever. The funny thing is that people are just losing their minds because they, they like many others, like Jason Anderson at the first round, did not know where the finish line was. Yeah. They thought it was the amateur finish line. Right. And uh, yeah, he, he got it. So good for him. Yeah. I, I didn't pick anybody. I, I stayed away from first five, first to the finish line altogether. Um, but it seems like you're, if you just pick a star bike, you're going to be close. Um, and Weed, you dropped in word of the day, friends in the desert, I heard. So good yeah, job. You got friends in the desert in because if you were playing fantasy, I mean, I cannot believe, I cannot believe the stank dog came the through. The stank. Ten. <laughs> he got and, a in a moto. And, and he was probably 15th when he went out, when he blew up. In moto two? Yeah. Yes. Yeah. He was. Stank dog could have been top 10 overall. Yeah. Yeah, he was close. <laughs> Unbelievable. Yeah. Stanky. God. Because our buddy Chase Stallo had maybe the all-time roll of the dice team, like in the history of fantasy. And damn it all if it almost worked. We have a friend that knows Stank pretty well that told us that he probably still thinks he's in Washougal <laughs> for round two. Just he didn't realize where he was. Pacific Northwest, man. These are my people, man. These are my guys. <laughs> the gold app thought it was at Washougal, too. Oh, boy. Oh, That's another thing on Weege. Yep. Very angry. Uh, so good job for, uh, for Stank. Yes. Tenth, tenth in the first tenth, Stank. Um. <laughs> He blew up right in front of me in the second moto and pushed his bike off, and then somebody helped him out, and then the crowd started cheering, and he gave him a chakra, and the crowd loved it. So, uh, they're giving him the shocker. Yeah, Mitchell Harrison, steady day for Mitchell Harrison. He was way back in one moto. I don't know which one it was. I think it was the first one. Got si- uh, second moto. Second he was second, second moto. moto. He was way back. Yeah, second yeah. moto. He, he was dead back, last. Though. He got to, came yeah, back to ten. Good job. Styles yeah. Robertson had him on fantasy, fought really hard through both motos. Good job for that. He crashed a lot. Yep. He, he, still, he, he was, still kept going, but he crashed he a lot. He was yo-yoing quite a bit up there. Uh, yeah, Justin Cooper, Weege. Yeah, obviously something is up. Yeah. Uh, I know, again, we've been saying this whole show, don't take anything out of a mud race, and then we're taking everything out no, of everything. Not everything, but, you know. We're, we're taking more than we're throwing away. We're taking more than we're giving. So... So I don't want to take too much out of it's a mud race, but obviously something is up. Obviously, I don't think I don't think it would be any different in dry race with him right now because of round one, right? Yeah, we saw. Well, because but. of the injury, I think he's been pretty open that he's not he's not ready yet. Wait, he has been? I think so. Yeah, a little I mean, bit. He's been yeah. Like on his social media, he hasn't like told you everything, but he's been pretty transparent oh. that things aren't things aren't very well. Okay. I haven't. I guess I haven't checked his social media. Well, I don't. I don't know that he said like, "Hey, I had a boxer's fracture and I suck." But he's. He hasn't been like, "Yeah, well, well, you know, I. I don't know what's wrong." Like he's. I think he's. Like, hey, we're gonna get better here. Back to Amart though. No, I'm kidding. I'm joking. I'm joking. I'm joking. I'm joking. Uh, Lance Cobrush. Good job for Lance. He's a he's a Kate Cobrush. Cobrush, yeah. Cobrush. He's a he's a uh, KTM amateur kid. Uh, he was. I, I don't think uh, he's amateur uh, any longer. I think that might go two years ago. Yeah. Oh, he was he was up and coming, like kind of. Uh, I don't want, definitely uh, not can't miss, okay. but he was he was amateur prodigy. Uh, moving a few years moving back. on then. <laughs> right. I thought oh. I literally thought he was just turning pro. Right. He was yeah. RM Army for a while. Yeah. Okay. Yep. yep. Um, Mumford had a good day. Other than a bike DNF, Mumford's Mumford's been okay. 
Like I he was really good in the mud. I've had some guys when he he rode two nationals last year, and I had some amateur experts, quote unquote, guys that shit on Amart probably when he was an amateur. Those type of people, um, tell me that they weren't pumped on Mumford. Like they really didn't think he he'd lost his edge or whatever. Whatever attracted him to the Geico ride. There was a huge bidding war between Cowie and Honda to get Carson Mumford three, oh, really? three, four, five years ago. Like, okay. a massive bidding war. And uh, I know somebody who knows his dad, and he told me about like he's just insane. Anyways, does he does he own the old Alessi compound? Yes. Okay. Yep, Mumfyland. Um. Anyways, they weren't stoked on him, and truthfully, in those two races that he turned pro, he was just kind of eh, right? Um. But I think these four motos. He's shown something, Weech, and you've certainly seen Carson more than JT and I have. He definitely has shown speed and stuff, but the thing I've heard from people, the worry is, does he have fitness? And I think he's ridden well, but I don't know if he's proven that yet. I don't yeah. Think, he hasn't disproven it, uh, right? but he hasn't proven it either. I, I'm with you. Yeah, I'm with you on the that. 30 minutes, I feel, has been the worry for a while now. Can, we're not taking anything from mud races, but can we take something yeah. from mud races here? We, we seem to be. Schmoda. It's oh been it. What is the PR guy going to do about Schmoda? I think the PR guy might just have a headline about uh, Jeremy Martin winning. <laughs> and move and, on. And we're moving on. <laughs> we're, we're, moving on, on. We're, we're on to Crawfordsville. <laughs> yeah. we Geico Honda takes the win. Yes. Great weekend for the team. <laughs> Solid performance. We got the win with Jeremy Martin. Great story. And next weekend we're racing in Indianapolis. Okay. All right. Uh do you think the team looks at Shimoda, the two nationals he made last year, the Supercross this year, the four motors to start this year, and do you think they're doing the math in their head about how much money they've spent on Joe Shimoda and wondering? No. No. Okay. All right. No. Because you could get an Amart for half that price. Oh, God. All right. Uh, they can get an Amart for half the price of Shimoda. When you look at how much they've dumped into Shimoda, like his whole career, not the salary. What are you talking about, though? Like, that's not a fair comparison. How many years has Amart raced? Like, you're going to dump all the money you've ever spent on Amart, and like Star, and all those years. Like, that's that's a terrible comparison. Yeah, it's fine. Um, Shimoda will be fine. By the way, I think he was third place. Two fifty Supercross East. Everybody. When did he become? Oh, stop it! You stop it third right place. now! You stop it! Go. You stop it! You, you stop it right place. now! Oh my God! P- I, I mean, I'm looking right at it. Points are points. Like what it, this is like what it's like fighting with you, Steve. <laughs> it can't be. It cannot be. Not that. How not could that you let bad. a guy go after he's third in his rookie year? He probably has an automatic re-up with Wh- the third place. When did when did Shimoda become the only Japanese rider to not be good in the mud? When did that happen? <laughs> I guess I don't think you make those jokes anymore. I don't. Think oh, you really? <laughs> okay. All right. Never no. mind. No. Oh, in fact, if anyone goes back. If anyone goes back to that, uh, we were we were talking to Anton about those old high point mud races. Oh yeah, yeah. I hope nobody said on those broadcasts 19 years ago that Akira Narita is good in the mud because he's Japanese. Because I don't even know if you're allowed to say that. Anymore. You know who have who would have a brutal time with 2020? Oh, is rest in peace, Irv Braun. Uh, yes, he would have a horrific yes. time with he, 2020. He would. He was all about the cultural references. Yep. <laughs> I don't know who Ezra Hastings is. A good job for Ezra Hastings. I spoke to a representative from Ezra Hastings' crew. Oh, oh last, my. Okay. Oh, wow. Last summer. <laughs> last summer. 
This is like JT. This is like JT. This is like JT getting on in on practice at Loretta's. We just dropping things yeah, like this. Yeah, so. right. Scoring right. the race. <laughs> I was told to be on the lookout for Azure Hastings, and uh, good job to him. It's yeah, nice that's awesome. Aurora, Illinois, like Wayne's World. Yep. Um, Hardy Munoz, former um, former home of Feld Entertainment. Well, it, when it was not Feld, but I guess it was still Feld. Nick Gaines, uh, 11, first moto. Good job for that. Pierce Brown has been quiet. Quiet start to the season good. for Pierce it Brown. Has not been no. good. Um, other than that, Hartraft, I got to watch Hartraft helping Hampshire out. I, that was I, awesome. I don't know. I, again, I didn't see this on the TV, on the, on the live because I was there, but I didn't watch this live because I was there. Good job on that, man. I watched it. It was um, awesome. Good job for Hartraft helping out Hampshire. You could see RJ yelling at him, like, hey, <laughs> hey, <laughs> help, help, um, And then he walked over and helped him. Hunter and the Jet? That could be a sitcom. Thursday nights at 9, Hunter and the I Jet. I think it already is. Weege? Hey, great win, Jeremy <laughs> Martin. <laughs> Keiko Honda conquers the mud. <laughs> Um, Great weekend for Jeremy. God, Martin. that's I a tough. That's a tough blow for Hunter if he's out for a while. Which JT, I'm leaning to. Like you said, uh, I am leaning I that I he don't is. Like the sound of that. No, yeah. no, for sure. So, um, Jet will be fine. He just, I mean, when your bike doesn't finish, uh, yeah, mm. it's not. But he, I mean, he was fine. He's gonna do. He'll be top ten again this weekend. Weege, did you stick with Joey Crown on Pulp Mex Fantasy? I did, uh, and looking back at the results at the end of the night, I realized there's a significant part of fantasy I do not understand. <laughs> oh, oh, just now you're getting just now. Just, just now? Just now. Yeah. Um, in fantasy motocross, is it by moto or by overall? How's it work? Is this a real question? I, I don't know. <laughs> I don't know the answer. Again, what, what we need to get you on the podcast. <laughs> this is this is the stuff that so people love. So I'm looking love. at Crown. We even went over to Crown to ask how he was feeling. Crown Town. Yeah, we went to Crown we Town. We went to Crown Town. Yep. We did, Steve and I went over there. <laughs> Steve and I reunited. Haven't seen a each other A lot of Jeeps in, in Crown Town. <laughs> and uh, what, I said, can you get top 15 today? And he said, I think so. And he did in one moto. So is that good or does it not matter because he's 20th overall? I mean, I don't know. JT, do you want to drop? JT, do you want to drop your line right now that you've that you've done before? Mediocrity doesn't pay. Yeah, that's all I got. He had a solid handicap. Like it was, it was that was a yes. swing for the fences pick. That was not it a was. mediocrity pick. I did not. I will not pick Joey Crown until he shows me that he's got two motos. I picked him at Redbud last year, and he did one really good moto, and then the other one wasn't. Uh, he's fast, but. Yeah, I'm out until I, I see more. A- answer my question, guys, about your dumb fantasy league. Single moto pays. Each moto pays. Overall right, means so he nothing. got me a 14th in one moto. That's yeah, I was, was afraid good. that it was all washed away because it was 20th overall. No, and I he was a 10th. He was a 10th. The first moto, you got nothing. The second moto, you got 14th minus 10 spots. So fourth place, which is 36 point, or 18 points times two. So you got 36 points on the day, which is not good. I still feel like it was a fair gamble. <laughs> yes, it yeah, was. It, yeah. it was a fair gamble, but I, yeah. I was unwilling to gamble because he's burned me too many times. Okay. Jerry had a bad day, uh, for sure. So, uh, all right. Mason Gonzalez was good again. Oh, yeah. Phil, yeah. very unhappy that he doesn't have a job. Get him on your show, Steve. <sighs> I mean, I guess I, yeah, I can. What's his deal? MTF. Cool. Brian Johnson and Marty. I think he only has one bike. 
is he is he on the Rock River team like for the year? He said he really only had an amateur deal with them, and they're just helping him. Like they're just honoring him, honoring it, and just going to continue bringing him in the races, even though they actually don't have to. They're just doing it. To be well, cool. that's ah, good, cool. Yeah, yeah, no, he's he's give him a shot. Yep. Is he Mexican? Uh, he wouldn't answer that. Uh, we were texting actually a little bit, or, and I couldn't get an answer. You couldn't get an answer. No, it was very odd. Like the text thread just kind of drifted away, and I never really got an answer. Hmm. Did you? You I asked said, him if he was had Mexican. Asked me, and I said I don't know. Uh, and I, I didn't get a response to which direction. He he is American. First of all, I want to say. Like, <laughs> yes, it's not from. If he is if he is Mexican, then I am Italian. By the way, we're just talking. No, here. yeah, talking yeah, yeah. he's American, right? He's not. Yes, he, he's he, from Felix Florida. Lopez is Mexican. Right. He is. We're, we're only talking uh, ancestry here, not nationality. All right. Well, he needs to have Speedy on the back of his pants. Somebody said um, uh, Gonzo Gonzalez. They wanted me to go with that. No, that's dumb. Okay. Uh, what's the word of the day for Crawfordsville? Friends in the desert at Pulpamex Fantasy? JT <laughs> doubts the troll train. Like, is that? Oh, uh, my God. Uh, journalist right Jason Thomas. Journalist, friend and journalist Steve Mathis. <laughs> you got mentioned on NBC, Steve. Congratulations. That's, yeah, that's phenomenal. I can't believe that that, like, that, that, that didn't get. I wonder if that got edited out in the re-airs. JT, Steve went back and watched the show, and I referenced a conversation that he and I have with Adam, and Steve was not mentioned. Would he call me on it? Uh, I don't know. What? Oh, as far as, like, not giving you credit or giving him not, credit? He not giving him credit. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Of course. Sorry. Like 100%, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, thank Steve you. Will, like, Steve will call you for any possible reason, whether it's watched okay, or yeah. not. I mean, you just got hammered by Steve for about yeah. 40 minutes on Amart. Yes. Please back me up on this. I'm pissed that you won't agree with me, Weege. But there's just been a slight tinge of of uh, of shit talking on Amart from JT over the oh. years. You're still mad that Plessinger beat him in no. that, that title. In that no, bet. because I said if Plessinger ever pulled it all together, AP is a better rider than Amart. You know, he's got more skill on a dirt bike than Amart does. I, I said that on that show. Why are you shitting on Amart? I'm not. I just, I just, uh, and AP did pull I it see, all together. I feel a tinge there. No. Oh, God. I'm noticing, I didn't, I forgot about that AP bet because we knew about the Marty troll train bet. There's a real theme here. <laughs> yeah. Steve placing bets on, he will take based anybody. on Amart. He will take Amart oh, I'm not Dan against Tr- anyone. Dan, I'm not Dan Truman level, but hey, I got 18% title chances out of Wygamp on this, on this podcast, like public put out there, 18%. So, where is he fair. in points right now? Is he third in points? Third. He's third. He's 19 back. Yeah, yeah. And as JT said, like, this class is quickly becoming decimated. Like, you just stay in it. Unreliable uh, Geico Hondas and a guy from France who may or may not know what, you know, where the tracks are in the morning, where to go. Oh, my God. Like, things are looking good. Dude, Geico Honda won. <laughs> with, a, with a 3 2 and a smoking bike. Dominated. raced this series last year. Dominated. Yeah, that's true, JT, because we, we, all the rest of the tracks he would have gone to. <laughs> Loretta's is the only one. If you're banking on Ferrandis not finding the tracks, is your, your <laughs> It's my strategy. My strategy. <laughs> Maybe Ferrandis won't find the track in the morning, and we'll have it perfect. <laughs> Everything will line up. Hopes are dashed every weekend at riding meetings. <laughs> uh, um, right. Hey, Steve, how yeah. fun has it been to follow, now that you're at the races, the 
rumor patrol of what races are being canceled. Oh, yeah. It is I, un- I'm about to snap. I, it, seriously. It, it, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I'm approaching a breaking point. Uh, JT, that, those rumors are, are megawatt announcing closer to snapping. Uh, I, I'm a couple weeks removed from megawatt. I was there. But right now, these uh, these rumors of race cancellations are really close. No, Every they're, time they're, I see a text I, come through, I, I almost the, boil over. The best part is everything. Is we just right? People, everyone thinks we just the one holding it all back. And well, I, thought, I thought we were past And we just the, really the puppet master of the whole thing. We just the one well, controlling. Yeah, and last, yeah. Week, last week we came to a point of clarity. I thought we were past this. I thought we, would all, we had all agreed this was put to bed. And then it, it ramped right back up today. And I, I seriously almost lost it. But I'm not even including – yeah, there was a particular conversation with a particular source. I'm not even just saying that. No. Steve, surely you heard other rumors <clears throat> yes. from other people. Absolutely. And then you said another person, Weege, uh, on the way out of the track, said we're going back to Loretta's. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Like yeah a, says, like, we're like going a, back to Loretta's. And I'm like, what? He's like <laughs> – I don't think we're going to race Indiana. And I'm like, oh, my God. <laughs> Indiana was like the one shining light. It was but, always on the schedule. It was going to be the opener in July. It, I've heard no – it's the only race I think I haven't heard a rumor about. The best part is it all – the best part is it all comes down to you. It's like you're the – like I said, like you're – you, Yeah, you have every – you know what's going on behind the scenes. and it's like, uh, Yeah, there are multiple people who have gotten, I think, frustrated hearing these rumors not hearing either way from MX Sports. And as I always tell them, like, it's very hard for them to address things that aren't happening. So it's very hard for them to know that there's a fake rumor that they need to tell you is fake. <laughs> right, they don't right, know right. about it. Yeah. But yes, many times people have called me and said, like, all right, man, what's really going down? <laughs> You're just like, what? <laughs> and I'm like, bro, I don't work in the office. I don't go on MX. I'm, you, I'm not volunteering. I think they have Monday conference calls for MX Sports. I'm not volunteering to be on those. I'm not. I'm good. I'm good. I don't need to be involved with any of the complete mess that 2020 has been. No, I think the safe, the safest thing you can do right now, or the safest guess, is there is a team call every Wednesday that none of us are on. And if anything happens moving forward, it's going to be decided and told by Wednesday. So I think that's really the only thing we can depend on at this point. But it is hilarious, the amount of different stories and different rumors that you hear. Uh, it's the, crazy. The good news is is that the MX Sports and the teams have decided that we can do post-race interviews with guys like Alex Martin after the races, uh, just not in the trucks. So that's good. That'll be positive, I think, for guys like myself and mm-hmm. Anton and others. So that's cool. Um, before we go... Shout out to Gerhard Matamorosis. Madam- Excuse me? Gerhard Matamoros. Matamoros. <laughs> he... I think you nailed it. He went, 30, he went 39.22 in 250 class, and he is... Now, this is the AMA sheets, everybody, so it's very possible that this could be wrong. His, game's, his name's probably Gary Morris. But he, he's from Honduras. It's probably not Gary Morris. And I do not remember another guy from Honduras racing motocross ever. Does anybody know anybody from Honduras? I don't know anybody from Honduras, period. Weege, do you know anybody who's ever raced motocross from Honduras, pro motocross? It actually, something sounds familiar, but I can't remember a name. Is this really? You think for sure? I, I would not well, stamp this is the first. This is the, no, I'm not stamping it for sure, but he got 22nd in the second moto, and good job for Gerhard. 
That's a that's, doesn't seem like a very Honduran name, Gerhard. That sounds like German or Austrian or something. Well, this is the AMA sheets, so it's very possible Honduras could be could just be like Hungary. It could be Hungary, Hungary, or it could be like Honduras, Florida. You know, like they just forgot the state. Like the like, it's very possible. So, um, all right. Anything else on the shit on Alex Martin podcast? I like when they when their home their location is just all caps of a country, France and all caps. They, they've they've sort of fixed it to give them some credit. Remember we were bringing it up because there were guys listed by country and then country like country and then a comma then the, the, the same name again. Then there were guys that was just named the state. Then there was guys who had city and state. Then there were guys that just had like we made a joke about Earth. Yeah, somebody's just gonna be from Earth. So. Yes. They have cleaned it up a little bit. Like I think that uh, I'm pretty sure, and I need to do my homework on this, but I think that Ferrandis, maybe one of you guys could ask him, but I think Ferrandis is from the same hometown as Sebastian Tortelli. Avignon. Wow. Really? Avignon. Yeah, I believe so. I need to ask that. It was his birthday uh, four days ago. I should have asked him. No, I believe so. No reply from, no reply from uh, Amart yet on the nas- last national he ever won. He's looking it up. Do you, uh, I can, I have uh, data if you really want me to look it up and add another, yes, please. another couple of minutes to Amart. The uh, last, what is the last, oh, okay, go ahead it. and look it up. But in the meantime, JT, uh, now is your time to also apologize for Austin Root and your disbelief in Austin Root uh, on the Pulp Next Fantasy podcast, 13th in Moto 1, 22nd in Moto 2 for the Groot. Yeah, good job. I actually asked Marks to give me give me give me Austin Root. <laughs> yeah, I know. Halfway through the motos, right? Yeah. So good job for Austin Root. Uh, is, that he, is, that's solid. He was in Europe for a couple of years, and I didn't really. He had a loose program for sure, but he's a good kid, good guy. So well, we were trying to figure out what was going on. He was in Italy and riding, but we never saw him racing anywhere, so we weren't really sure what was happening. Yeah, he was riding uh, at the the sandbox with AC and Kenny for a while. Yep. Yep. So. Um. Okay, we have an answer. Oh, all right. Want to thank the hashtag? Sorry, no. The at MX Research Department. That's at MX Research D E P T. Follow them on Instagram. You didn't just go through the vault. No, no. I have specific stats sent to me for TV purposes, oh. courtesy of at MX Research okay. D E P T, and <laughs> our buddy Pete. Is this the guy? Works. Is this the same guy? Who got on you about the career starts for Chad Reed? No. Uh, no. No. Okay. No, Pete is uh, – I, I cannot reveal uh, who Pete is. Okay. But uh, Pete is a very reputable person in the I know a Pete. industry. I know so. a Pete. He's probably very busy today. Anyway, uh, Pete, courtesy of his MX Research Department, also SX Research Department, same guy. Yes, we have stats for TV, and I was incorrect. The last overall win for – Alex Martin was in 2016, but Thunder Valley Moto 1 2017. Moto Boom. Victory. Three years. Boom. I'm sorry. Yeah, I was wrong. I thought it was four. And that was an epic battle. I remember that. Yes, I do too. Battle yeah. And <laughs> on the Steve, TLD Steve says boom. Straight up. Steve says boom like he, he won some. Yes. Boom. Some huge Not four point. years, three. <laughs> yes. Boom. <laughs> What, what what do you mean? What what I don't understand. I'm not following this. I, I, like I understand if it would have been like late last summer, sometime you could have been like, "See guys, you guys are dumb." But three full years ago, 
we'd said four. I, I know, but I, I don't think that's one you can like you can write down and, and put file away for later, like you want to remind us of. Eighteen. Is it boom worthy? Is it boom no. worthy? Eighteen percent title chances. You, have you got, have you found coconut for for your dog Rocky yet? No. We're stocking the fridge for Chris Betts's uh, Max Studio <laughs> appearance tomorrow night. Seriously, that's what it came down to. That's what it was about. Chris Betts coconut white claw. Chris Betts and making sure he has the appropriate amount of drinks. For she does a great job with that with the prep. Yeah, no, she does. She really cares about that. it. Yes, absolutely. Yeah, yeah. So totally. And actually, uh, I got a jersey from Adam. Seeing Cirillo for Pulp Mix Fantasy for the overall winner in uh, in last week, right? That's going to go out to Kyle Chisholm, and and he's auctioning it off for Tevin Tapia. So look for that soon. But Adam also gave her the half covered in mud Rocket Man Crash Moto Two jersey and signed it to Pookie. So we have that the oh, one that, the one that he was leading. And then now it's halfway covered in mud. The rocket man. I didn't, I didn't follow that for a minute. Right, right. Got it. So, okay. All right. Well, I can't wait to sit here next week. And Crawfordsville's a good track for us. And we still have Millville coming up. So, <laughs> cannot wait. Remember, I Red? Was wrong on the, uh, oh. I was wrong on the Ferrandis hometown, by the way. Okay. Also, as well, uh, last moto win, was he not leading Red Bud when his bike blew up? No. Last year? No. Yeah. I think it was, was podium. Not. He was third? Second? He was not yeah, leading. Yeah, second or third. Okay. But he was up there. All right. Well, he would have won that one, too. Okay. Oh, really? Okay. Yeah. Okay. So that one counts. All right. Thank you, Fly Racing, flyracing.com. Thank you, Maxis. Thank you, Renthal. And, of course, uh, also the folks at Onyx Maps, of course. Uh, Jason Thomas, uh, Jason Wygant. Thanks, boys. Appreciate it. See ya. See ya. Thanks for listening to the Fly Racing Steve Mathis Show. Don't forget to check out some of our past shows, including motocross legends such as... The Bad Boy, Rick Johnson. I looked down and my hand was junk. I mean, yeah. I was sitting over to the side. The tendons were jerking in weird places. And my biggest disappointment with Danny Sorbeck is that he never said sorry. Because Danny and I were friends, and we've never talked since. Brian Lunas. Before the 500 event, Dave and I fly to Germany, go down to Stuttgart. There's this little shop out the back of the mall factory. We get our cylinders, take them back, and, you know, off we go. And, you know, we ran Nicosil Cylinders as a factory part for a handful of years before anybody ever saw it in production. Dave Arnold. And, and Miguel was all, you know how he did the big pancake thing? Right. And, right. and he's got the thing, he's completely laying on the gas tank trying to miss his tree. I mean, he would have gone even harder, jumped farther if that tree hadn't been, you know, yeah. if, if it hadn't been there. The Hurricane, Bob Hanna. I love the guy. I don't dislike. I think yeah. he's the greatest competitor this sport ever had. That absolutely 100% in my mind. I firmly believe that statement I said about these modern-day guys in Switzerland or Poland or Belgium on 45 minutes on the same bike. You're not beating Roger. Are you crazy? Right. They're not doing it. If they think they're so much better nowadays than they were in those days, they're fools. They're different bikes, different times. The Beast from the East, Damon Bradshaw. It got to the point where I didn't want to leave home, and once I got to the race, I wasn't into it. If I wasn't going to give 100%, I'm not going to take their money. The working class hero, Doug Henry. It was definitely an emotional moment for me, just 
thinking to myself, that's it, you know, and it's, it's amazing the stuff that goes through your head in a short amount of time of the things that, you know, that I was going to miss. The Daughter, Ron Machine. Until you really open your ears and you want to listen to what they're saying, it's like beating a dead horse, you know, and I know from personal experience, did anybody ever sit me down? Of course they did. Everybody did. Pro Circuits, Mitch Payton. There's two ways to make the money. One is you can sign for money, or two, you can earn the money. I'm a high believer in earning the money. I think they ride better when they earn the money. Seven-time Jeremy McGrath. I was so mad, like so disappointed and so frustrated that I pulled pick and I left. Every point counts. I could kick myself to this day for not just riding around in tents. Been no problem. My, my ego got in the way, you know? The O Show, Johnny O'Mara. Stuff that you could you'd sit there if you didn't even want to ride it, you just wanted to just look at it all day. I mean, I got a chance to test all that. I like that era I was in. I really do. Search Pulp MX in the iTunes Store to enjoy these and over 800 great motocross podcasts. As the days and the months and the years.